Good evening. Welcome to episode nine, uh, nineteen. Sorry, nine, nineteen of uh, of Coom TV. Uh, and as you saw me put up there, a very, very special one we've got today. Let me just quickly even put that Swamp Thing Four by Four dot co dot uk. Go there actually and put forward slash shop, or just navigate to shop. There's loads of goodies there for you to have a look at as well. This guy is just incredible. The show that he puts on, I've been absolutely privileged to be in a live action arena with him on the mic. I've been on a commentary box at the likes of Brands Hatch with it all happening elsewhere and still seeing his monster truck in, in the air. The guy's incredible. Autosport International. In fact, very briefly, let's have a look and see what we're talking about here. I apologise. This is probably going to be a little bit jumpy, but it's worth having a look at. So let me bring this in before I bring the rest of our crew in. I'm going to add this here. I'm going to put it up to full screen. Enjoy the show. Wow, I mean, what, <laughs> what a way to start the show. If you didn't see it clear enough, again, I'm going to put this back up again. It's going along the bottom, but make sure you whip across to Swamp Thing 4x4 and uh, you'll be able to see that video without the jerkiness from uh, from Doors. Well, dilly dilly to us making the comments. I'm just trying to uh, and, and get rid of that completely but she got Tony on your shoulder he doesn't go anywhere but before uh, <laughs> we do any of that I got my partner in crime back again let's bring him in hello Mr. Davis hello sir oh, I'm, and I'm, I'm not sure oh, I know why I was go on. there we go you, your your name's back up in lights again oh, now. I was a bit worried we'd lost your name <laughs> so, mate, honestly, I am so excited I, I said just chatting with you guys unbelievable monster trucks monster trucks monster trucks that's all i keep thinking <laughs> love them i've said to entertaining before i've had the privilege of seeing them quite a few times apps i just love them and i met tony a while back which we'll talk about i'm sure but um it's every boy's dream isn't it to jo- what do you do imagine being out tonight in the pub if we were allowed you know and being, just chatting up some girls back in the day a long time for you obviously chris and you're so, older than me steady and they say what uh what do you do oh you know i, I drive a monster truck now that is something to talk about isn't it that that's how you win top trumps in a pub yeah exactly yeah in life to be honest i think in absolutely life, i think absolutely. It, it just cuts everything else out i mean the thing is unbelievable tony's lovely he i really appreciate him coming on tonight but i am so excited so excited 
Uh, ditto, and I've got to be honest and say, I, I, we got him on early. I got him on earlier for a tech test to make sure it worked. And he and I, I you know, it was almost we could have done with the cameras being on because we were sharing uh, uh, all sorts of stories. That yeah. you know, it was just hilarious, and we got to make sure we cover those. Uh, more Wenner Dash, you're absolutely right. Apologies, it was just a figure of speech, not just boys. You're Ooh. absolutely right. Yeah. It, yeah, it's a fair comment. So careful now. It, it, the only reason Tom said that is because he's a boy, so he's only thinking of boys' dreams. Barely, barely that, to be honest. I mean, yeah, no. He, he used yeah. to be. <laughs> Listen, without further ado, let's bring the main man in himself. Here he is, welcoming in. What a room he's in as well. Tony Dixon, sir, welcome. Oh, it's great to be on. Great to be on. <laughs> Did we embarrass you with the introduction there? <laughs> uh, a little bit, but no, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just loving this and everybody just let me put this up to full screen because you have to enjoy and he's really gone to the effort to have this thing rolling in the background as well he's yeah. got trophies the wall this is at the top of his workshop and everything and we're going to have a look at a few of those things on the shelf as the evening goes on as well but Tony I mean welcome here I know you would rather that you weren't with us that you were out performing but oh. yeah yeah I've I've never been at home for so long. It's <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> it, it, it is. I mean, I guess Swamp Thing is, um, is sort of down, tucked away in bed then. Yeah, so, yeah, so in my workshop, my workshop's fairly big, so I've actually got my Arctic in the workshop, and Swamp Thing is still loaded in the back of it. Uh, okay, really. And when... Oh, that's not the way I want to go. With your... Um, uh, when it's loaded up, it's not got the full wheels on, does it? Um, <laughs> No, no, uh, so to, tra to transport something around, with the big wheels on, it's 12 and a half feet wide. So you'd have to be a, a, a wide load to go anywhere. And also, because then it'd have to be exposed. And so if you was taking it anywhere, you're going to get loads of problems with it. Also, um, because it's exposed, you'd have to clean it every single time you take it anywhere. So, yeah, <laughs> just driving out the road, because it's got there's no floor, really, in it. So to get in and out of the monster trucks, you actually climb up the inside of it. The doors don't open. So, yeah, the, the seat is in the middle. Um, yeah, so you climb up the inside. It's just like a climbing frame. Put yourself in the seat. And, yeah, and everything's open. There's no side windows in it. There's a windscreen in it to stop um, debris coming in when you drive through stuff, coming through the windscreen. And up the, underneath the body, there's Lexan panels, which are 10 mil thick to stop debris coming in that way, but to the sides of the seat, it's open. And I remember the very first time I ever interviewed you was at Santa Pod in the live action arena. Um, and I was terrified because I had the likes of uh, uh, your partner in crime, Terry Grant there, who, if you're the one on the mic, you get used and abused. Let's, let's, not, let's put it out there. You get yeah. used and abused. No, you, you, bec <laughs> you become a human obstacle. Absolutely. <laughs> well, yeah. Target. Yeah. Barely human. I was going to say barely human. He doesn't care, does he? I don't think he cares. But you're, if you're alive, it just teaches you. Yeah. But um, the delight was it included yourself putting on a phenomenal show yet again. And I remember um, wet behind the ears, ready for, to interview you. And I, I still remember you suddenly coming down the middle. And I'm like, oh, right. OK, that wasn't what I was expecting. It's obvious once it happens, but it's not what I was expecting. Well, everybody thinks it's, it's a pickup with the big wheels on it. There's actually no pickup bits in it at all. It's just a fiberglass shell round the outside of the space frame chassis. Now, if I was talking to monster trucks. If I said, it, if I described it without saying it was a monster truck, it might come out as a supercar. It's, it's a space frame chassis. It's a mid-mounted V8 engine, four-wheel drive, 2,000 horsepower, 
does 0 to 60 in four seconds, runs on 25 inch rims, but it weighs five and a half tons. Just, uh, just, just incredible. I mean, just quickly already picking up so many people, evening, dilly dilly, joining oh. in and enjoying it. Um, yeah, and... I've got to say hi to Moana because Moana's one of my fans. I thought she'd be on it. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, you saw that she called uh, uh, Tom to task oh, no. already. I know. I know. <laughs> are there many? Are there many female uh, monster truck drivers, Tony? Uh, in the UK, there's a couple. So uh, there's um, Karen who, dri- who drives a Grim Reaper. Uh, I don't know if she'll be driving this year because she's just had a baby. But yeah, in the states, there's quite a good, uh, quite a few of them. So Candice Trolley drives Monster Mutt. I know Candice really well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and some of them are absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, well, that's good. Um, I've been schooled, so there you go. You have. <laughs> Sue taught it, but I know you didn't mean it that way, Tom. That's why I thought I will uh, no, bring exactly. that one up. Um, Martin Bennett, another one of our commentators for primarily on the two wheels. Evening, guys. Tony, have you dried out from Bug Jam last year? Bug Jam? Um, it wouldn't be Bug Jam without a bit of rain, but my word, the last, the last day was abysmal. The monster truck's fine. I could do a show in no matter what because it, it actually floats, so... The Scrappy Challenge, they did the things called um, Swamp Races. Um, we was down at, um, just outside Bread in this really big country house, and I actually took monster at my swamp thing right the way across a lake, and it actually floats. And so that when I was down there with the presenters, they said, oh, that was awesome. Can you do it any faster? Because I said, not the first time I've ever done it. So I said, well, let's go in the water. Let's do it again. I tried to go faster. All it does is it actually, with the wheels spinning, it actually makes the back go down. And it actually doesn't go any faster. You just get more wet. <laughs> Even but all that way other, up the middle. <laughs> yeah, but the funniest bit was, I've said before, because I was actually going straight from there, straight to a show up in Driffield. And I said, look, I need to have a jet wash on site to clean it. Because I'm, I'm literally, I'm going from, this is on a Friday, and I'm going up to Yorkshire. I said, done it all, everything, everyone was happy. There was pond weed hanging it off. It was absolutely horrible. And I said, there they go, there's a jet wash. And I where can I plug it in? Oh, I didn't say you wanted to plug it into anywhere. So oh. I managed to. So what I did, they had a fire crew on standby. I reversed it back into the pool, uh, into the lake, and used their high uh, pump, sucking the water out of the lake, and washing it off and putting it back in. <laughs> <laughs> any which way, any which way. I mean, we've got even some of our own racers. Matt Parr has joined us. Evening, Matt. Uh, good evening, guys. Hope you're all well. Uh, remember seeing that at a show, I think. Awesome bit of kit. And I mean, that really is, is the general thing you must hear all the time. And But what I love, Tony, is that when I've been able to chat with you, you haven't lost the the awe of your own Swamp no. Thing. No, no, no. St- still get the buzz. I, was, I first saw Monster Trucks way back in the 80s. And I, was, I used to watch them on um, ITV. They used to have Christmas Day specials. And I'd rather watch the specials than open my presents. So, uh, and really? I've not lost it. I still love it. Even I, if I'm not doing it, if so, like, I'm not doing shows at the moment, I'm still looking at other people's stuff on YouTube, of like stuff that's happened years ago. And it, yeah. it's, I still get that buzz from it. But I've actually got my own YouTube channel as well, where you can see some of my all my show highlights, which my, my daughter puts together. So she puts does all the video and does all the editing for that. And also, what we also do is I take behind the scenes of what I do with Swamp Thing back here in my workshop. So you can actually see after the show when you see it break, you can see me bring it back here and how to fix it. 
Well, I'm even just, I did put at the start of the show you, the link to your, uh, yeah, the, the swamp thing. Uh, yeah, YouTube, if you go to just, my new, to my new, yeah. I've just done it again new, in the, in the, in the chat, chat there. Yeah, that's it. I think that's the thing, isn't it? I remember, I remember you know, you say it's something I remember back in the day, you know, uh, Bigfoot was the one, wasn't it? Bigfoot was in the, uh, was one of the ones that everyone loved. I, mean, I think I haven't had a little big, a little Bigfoot. Um, but I mean, Tony, I mean, you, you, you know, you drive one of these things and it's an unbelievable bit of kit, isn't it? And I think, you, and what I like, I said, we, Chris and I talk to people, you're so relaxed about it, but you're, you are doing one of the, like I said, one of the most insane things you know, there's racing drivers, I get all that and everything else, but this is just another level of bongs. And I've seen you do events, I said Santa Pod, with the safety string, because I used to like that. I think it's changed now. But I remember the first show when I saw it at Santa Pod, they put a bit of safety string out. Step behind the safety string, everyone. The monster truck goes goes <laughs> off course, the safety string will save you. Um, but you're just living the dream on that. I mean, how, how did you get into it? Uh, it, start, it started off a long time ago. Hi, Moana, I saw that pop up then. Uh, yeah, so... I start. I, I, I used to work for uh, a really big company. I can't name the name of it. Believe it, reason. But yeah, so they had an engineering workshop there, and I used to do all the metal finishing. So I, I buy trade on my bank spare by trade, which comes in really handy when you smash up swamp things. But my boss there was in sidecar racing, okay. and and I started off doing long distance enduros and long distance trials, and I needed some way of getting my motocross with a sidecar on it. To the, to the events, and so instead of having a van like everybody else, I had a pickup. And because I love monster trucks, I put bigger wheels on it, bigger wheels. It got so big at the end that I had to winch the sidecar unit up into the back of it. Because to put it put it this way, if I jumped out of the truck, the door was the same height as my as the same part of my neck. So that's how high it was to get in it. So when you get in the motorbike in the top of it, that, that's how I used to move it around. And then I belonged to a, a group of people. Uh, and we used to belong to a 4x4 Hilux club, and a group of us had enough bits to build a, a, a rudimentary monster truck. So it was a two-third size, so it had 48-inch tyres on it, and it all went from there. So, yeah, and eventually we uh, we started, we built the first full-size monster truck, Wild Child, and because of that, we got into talks with um, Bob Chandler, who, drive, who owns Bigfoot, and we actually built Bigfoot 17 here in the UK. So there's three of us that built that. And at that same time, I got the opportunity to buy what is now Swamp Thing. So Swamp Thing is an original American monster truck, um, but it's not, not original at all anymore. It's it's it, Everything's changed on it. There's not one tube in it now that's original. So it's got all the tubes have been changed. It's got different engine, different axles, different gearboxes. Um, yeah, it's, it's, but the original, if, if you took that truck, it's a bit like Tudor's Brew, it's everything's been changed, but the truck is probably, <laughs> it's getting on for 24 years old, that truck now. Wow. Um, you, you raced it, you, you uh, performed in it for what, two years with its original livery though, didn't you? Yeah, and that's, that, was, uh, uh, that was a Ford Raptor, uh, uh, Ford Ranger body, all chopped around to make it look like a an alligator. Swamp Thing is meant to resemble an alligator because alligators live in the swamp. That's why it's called Swamp Thing. Uh, and the kids, my idea of a monster truck is it's, it's what kids would do if they were going to design a monster truck. That's why yeah. it's all for, it's all for, yeah. all the monster trucks have their own personality. They've all got different yeah. names. They don't normally have a race number on or race liveries. Some of them do now, but it is all about the character of the truck to get people engaged with them. A grave digger for me, always been grave digger. 
I mean, yeah. come on. They're just the, the the darkness. I remember, yeah, the darkness of it, the whole story, everything, isn't it? And that, that that's I suppose a bit like the wrestling, isn't it? People watch wrestling, but it's that whole kind of you know you know you're getting into the whole thing, aren't you? Yeah, so when my truck was in America, it was a great digger for one year. I actually know mm. uh, Ryan Anderson, who, dri- who drives the great diggers now, and was at one of the shows. And he was like, I'm pretty sure we ha- we had this for one year. <laughs> <laughs> and and he, he, he rang up his dad and talked to me like, yeah, yeah, we had that one for one year. <laughs> I mean, Ryan's been doing that, it for years. Cool. So I was going to say, Ryan's been doing it for years, isn't he? I mean, he was almost, is it man and child? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's all he's ever known is monster trucks. Yeah. 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 Amazing. Absolutely amazing. I, I love it. I love the fact that officially it's a smiling face on your truck. And, and I'll be honest and scare, say that scares the hell out of me. That's not smiling. <laughs> if, if, if you get hit by it, it's a really nice kiss. That's all. <laughs> and talking about that, and I know Tom made the comment about the fact of the, uh, of the rope up and saying that, uh, you know, if, if uh, yeah. it, it's going to really protect the crowd. But frankly, the, any kind of barriers up to protect you from other people and dogs, frankly, isn't it, rather than protecting them? Yeah, yeah. So if you think about it, the barrier around the outside of an arena, the monster truck can go over a car like it's not there. So the barrier's not, not there to stop the monster truck coming out. The idea of the barrier is to stop people and, yeah. and dogs coming in. Because when you're driving the monster truck, you can't actually see a lot. So when I'm driving it, on the centre, centre steering wheel, um, just look forward so my visibility is so poor i can see the rev counter the oil pressure gauge uh, and then we have to look a bit what it looks like on the inside so you're right in the middle uh, yeah so i can see the oil pressure gauge the temperature gauge and i can't see the voltage and all the other ones after that i can't see the gear stick and um, because i've just got head protection on the seat and i wear a hands device and it's a locked out hands device so you can't turn your neck um yeah, I can only see where I'm going forwards. And also, because the monster truck's so high off the ground, anything that's 20 feet in front of me is invisible. Like, when I go up to drive to do the car crashes at the shows, I can only see the cars when I stop. When I hit them, I can go up when I see it, I hit them and nudge them to make sure they're in the pack. When I reverse back and stop, that's the first time I can see the cars. As soon as you start going towards the cars again, as you accelerate, the back goes down, the bonnet comes up, so you can't see them at all until you're about four feet before you hit them. So if you've managed to wander off to a side when you're driving along, you actually hit the cars with the front wheels and it normally misses to the back and it actually goes up completely on its side. So presumably that means that actually um, you'll kind of get a feel for it for sure, but as you then go... You're just literally waiting for that moment of hitting them and then going up, and that might must be quite a jolt. Uh, the, the the first hit when you hit the car, especially if they're a, a brand new car, because we're not using ramps, so we're literally hitting the side of a car. The first hit on, on a brand new car, especially if it's something German or Swedish, if it's French, <laughs> you, just, you don't feel it at all. They just go flat. Totally um, said that. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, so the first hit is always a really, really big hit. Um, but that's nothing compared to the landed. The landings are all made so much, much harder. Tony, I mean, Sorry, have I you. I... Kiss from my daughter there suddenly out of the blue. Thank you, darling. <laughs> um, have, you, you know, have, you been, have you been seriously hurt at all in your career? Uh, yeah, I've, got, I've, got, I've had a few injuries. I've, uh, I was at one show. This is before when I got a hands device. The originally hands device, I've, I've, been, I've been doing monster trucks now full time 
for 16 years. So when I first started, hand, hand device wasn't a thing. We just used to use a solid neck brace, which was like, uh, you see like they use on go-karts a little bit. Uh, yeah, um, the impact she was having, and what I did, I'd actually done a jump, and I, I had a, not, what I'm having on my motor truck now is a full containment seat, so it's a solid seat. Um, and with a very light padding on it. These have us what they call a, a suspension seat. So it had web straps in a metal frame. And I actually done a jump and it actually sheared the bottom of the seat. So it snapped the tubes out of the seat. So then the seat belts go loose. Because the seat belts go loose, then you, you can move your head more. And I had such a bad whiplash, I actually nearly disconnected my spinal column. So it went so bad that my Why? the vision went completely into a little white dot and everything went black. And apparently, if the white dot goes out, that's your spinal column being pulled. Uh, yeah, and I, I, was in hospital for, I, was in, I was in hospital for a couple of days for that. Jesus. Uh, after that, I went and pulled a hands device. I was the first person in, to, in the UK to use a hands device in a monster truck. They were fiercely expensive. It was over a thousand pounds when I first bought my one. Um, but it has changed my life now. Uh, Doing monster trucks is a crash every single time you have it. Even on yeah. a good truck, it's still a crash. It's that it's that pilot in there. And I've never had whiplash since. Before that, it's every weekend I had whiplash. At the end of the show, I was taking the big wheels off. I was having to put my hand under my chin, climb inside the wheels to undo the wheel nuts to take the wheels off. And that, <laughs> that was every weekend. But yes, yeah, so if you do best, any sort of motorsport, best invention, guys, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. The, the hand device. Guys, just put a hand device on there. I can tell you now. The difference between wearing them and not wearing them it is not worth it. If you could spend, you could get them for, uh, I think the cheapest one's about £300 now. If you could spend £300 to make your car go faster, you'd do it in a heartbeat. So yeah. why not just spend £300 on your neck? Yeah. But, we're not, but we're not all monster truck drivers, are we? No, <laughs> but, but it only takes you to go into yeah, something yeah. really fast and hit something that doesn't move. <laughs> no, very true. Just, I just want to pick it. you up on I'll pick, pick on that because you said, you said other UK monster truck drivers. You make it sound like there's more than just you. So how many of you guys are out there in the uh, UK? For, uh, for full-grown race monster trucks, so there's different types of monster trucks. So the racing ones, there's about seven. Oh, uh, but then nice. you've got ride monster trucks, so people can experience what it's like to go in the back of them. So these are normally yeah. um, either a steel body pickup, which they, we call a... a, a an old school monster truck, so they're uh, metal, metal chassis, they've normally got leaf springs underneath them, hardly any suspension travel, and they've normally got eight to ten seats in the back of it, yeah. so you can experience what it's like to go in the back of a monster truck with the rest wow. of your family and see who screams the loudest, because they are so bumpy. You think those big tyres are going across the ground to be nice and smooth? No, they're so bumpy. <laughs> And, I, and I've seen plenty of times at, uh, like, American Speed Fest at Brands Hatch, where, obviously, uh, you go and put on one heck of a show all weekend. Um, and that includes, and I've got a mental block now, what's the uh, the multi-person one that they put on there? It's at most places. Red that's Dragon. The red that's one. the Red Dragon ride truck. Mm. Red Dragon, yeah. And, I mean, yeah. and it, there's always plenty of them going on it, and they and they yeah. do give it some beans, don't they? Yeah, so that was actually a race, the championship winning monster truck. So that was... Oh, right. Yeah, so that that used to have the big methanol engine in the back, um, full air suspension on it, nitrogen hydraulic shock, shock absorbers on it, and now it's been converted. So now it's got a V8 diesel. Believe it or not, that tractor diesel. When you see it go off, you wouldn't have thought it was a diesel, but yeah, it's a V8 diesel, and you get the ride of your life. And also, it's still got the centre steering wheel in there, 
but it's actually got a passenger seat in, on the passenger side. So you can, they call it the adrenaline seat. So you can actually see what it's like to drive the monster truck. And it's not easy because you might not realize this, the steering wheel on a monster truck is completely different to any other vehicle. So the steering wheel, there's no mechanical link from the steering wheel to the front axle. It's all hydraulic. So it's got a big oil pedal valve so you can steer the front with the steering wheel. But the back is independent and you have a little joystick up on the dashboard. So you're steering the front and back separately all the time. Now on my monster truck, if I want to turn it left, I have to push the toggle switch right. Um, and the reason for that is, is actually, if you think about it, if you're going to turn left, the wheels, to make the, the tight turn tighter, they have to go the opposite way. So the, the wheels end up like doing that to make it go around the corner. So yeah, some people have it, if they want to turn left, they press the button left. But it's just how your brain works. If, at the end of the day, if you're coming to a corner really quick and you want to go turn it, if you get it wrong, all it does is make the truck, once the truck goes sideways, and do a crab, what we call it, crab. So both the wheels are pointed at an angle, which actually still makes it go in a straight line. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's awesome bit of kit. Just and amazing. I love, I love that comment about how your brain works. There's so many, com <laughs> you know, so many comments, <laughs> Tony. But I'm not gonna. <laughs> I did what I was gonna well, say. I've, I've taught quite a few celebrities to drive the monster truck, and some some people just don't get it. But it's so easy to fix it. So. If they think, oh, it's going to be a huge issue to, 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 to make it to the switch, to swap that switch around, because no, I'll just go to the back of the monster truck. The, on the back of it, it's done by a big electrical motor, uh, like a big tipper motor that you'd have on a, on a pickup truck if you had a hydraulic tipper on it. I just all I have to do is take two wires off and swap them over, and that acts, reverses the switch, and that's all you have to do. So, but it's, it's, it's quite funny. Um, but the worst one is if you're working on the monster truck in the workshop, and you actually get the front hydraulic lines crossed over. So when you turn the steering wheel left, it goes right. And I thought, it, I didn't realize I'd done it. I drove it out of the workshop and I've suddenly realized I've got it wrong. And could I reverse it back and get it back in there to swap the high lines over? I took probably four goes at trying to get, in the end, I just gave up and I did it outside. Yeah. <laughs> I love I mean, it. Yeah, it's bonkers. And I was going to say because um, you know, I don't want to give away your your exact location, obviously, because everyone will be around trying to pinch the monster truck. But you're a local, you know, you're a West Country guy, aren't you? A local chap. I mean, are people really supposed to? They think that you must be American. Is this kind of a you know, is this the sort of thing? Because you, you are genuine. You, you're not far from Coombe at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I, I live in. I live, I live, I live, a lot of people know where I live. I, I live in Melksham, so yeah, not not too far from Castle Coombe. Yeah. I'm, I'm always going up to Murdy Motorsport and getting yeah. loads of bits off of them. <laughs> they laugh when I come up because I was like, I want this. They were like, we haven't got one of them in stock. Because I, I, want, I, want, I want a, a Dash 16 fitting. And they go, what's that for? I said, well, that's for the fuel line. And they're like, we don't need to use that big for a water line. And I just want it to, to get the fuel into the engine. So, yeah, so my monster truck. It, yeah, so it's a, the engine's uh, just under 10 litres. It's 2,000 horsepower. And on full throttle, I do 56 metres to the gallon. <laughs> so, yeah. Tony, Tony, now's the perfect time. I know you showed me this earlier. The pistol, to, I'll go and get it. That I mean this wait till you see this, Tom. This is mind blowing. Not real world by any stretch. <laughs> okay, so this is a piston out of a monster truck. <laughs> oh, they're not flat. Great. They're actually domed. The relief well, there. Yeah, why? That, that's for that's for the that's for the valves. So that the, the that, that's the inlet valve. That's two and a half inches. 
That one's two <laughs> inches exhaust valve. Uh, that piston there is over four and a half inches diameter on an aluminium connecting rod. And I can rev this to, to uh, 9,000 RPM. I normally, rev, normally have a rev limit of 7,000 in there, but it will go to nine. So, yeah. <laughs> where, where, do you, where do you get that from, Tony? Where do you get the bits from? Uh, all, the, all the parts are in from America. So I've got, I've got, got quite a few contacts in America. I can, I can get stuff really quick from the States if I need it. Wow. So if I, if I order something on a, a Monday, I've normally got it for a Wednesday. So, and wow. sometimes wow. I'm actually, wow. I've actually ordered it and I haven't even paid for it and I've got it delivered. That's <laughs> amazing. I, I just imagine you at www.monstertruckpartsrus.com. You know, <laughs> excuse me, have you got... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so yeah, so, so I, bought, I bought some other stuff as well. So this is like, that's a CV joint that snaps. So that's how where the half shaft should go in it. Oh, crikey. <laughs> and it's, and that's, how, that's how clean it's broke it off. You look at that. that so that's like, wow. that's on a, that's on a, you take that, you push that little pin out there, and that's that piece will come out. I'd, I'd have to weld something on it to pull it out. But that's another thing I've broke. So, on a lot of race cars, they use Heinz joints or Rhodes joints. Uh, normally, even even that one's fairly big to hold an axle on the car, on a race car. I use that for holding a shock absorber. So, <laughs> everything's just super sized, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah, so, yeah, so, so that, that one, that's a broken one. And that, that, that's rated at uh, 50,000 pounds braking strain. And it just ripped that off. So now I'm up to 85,000 pounds braking strain. <laughs> and hopefully it will last. <laughs> Tony, if you don't mind me asking, Tony, is, is what sort of cost are these parts? I mean, you're getting them in from America. Obviously, you've got to ship them across. And, I, and like I said, all joking apart, I mean, I imagine there are a lot of monster trucks around the world, but. You know, it's a fairly niche business, isn't it? So, it, I mean, these parts must be hugely expensive. Uh, yeah, there's nothing cheap on a monster truck. The cheapest bit of the shelf you can buy for a monster truck on my truck is actually the, the top links off a tractor that connect to the anti-roll bar. And I get their, their uh, grade, uh, grade two, but I still have to modify them a little bit just to get them in there. And I, I, they're about 50 pounds, but like... Uh, Right. Like a bolt. Okay. That's a that's a steering bolt. <laughs> that's eight, that's eighty five pound for one bolt. <laughs> so if I had to replace every if I had to replace everything on swapping and start again from scratch, it's a quarter of a million pounds you have to spend on it. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> appreciate that, ladies and gentlemen. Appreciate yeah. when you watch the show. This is what you're talking about. I mean, it is just incredible the the entertainment is just one element is to know the effort and everything and and there's a whole team around you isn't there tony i know that you do the, you, uh, is it fair to say you do the bulk of the work but you do have a team don't you yeah yeah so yeah so in the workshop it's just me on my own i do every, everything here so I, I do i build everything on the monster truck apart from the gearbox um, and i get um same tech down in shepton mallet they do them for me um we've got them really strong now um, but the only bit we still have a few issues on is the sprag clutch. Uh, what happens is, in second gear, it's got like a, a, a dog tooth in there, so it actually has to flip to get in second gear. And after a period of time, second gear is the gear that has all the hard work, and eventually it just loses that part of it, so it loses. So what happens is it drops back into first gear. 
but I can still carry on driving the monster truck in the show because I just go from the first to third because the monster truck's actually got three gears in it. So yeah, so a lot of people don't realise it's broke. I know it's broke. Um, yeah, but anything in drive line in the monster truck breaks a lot. So yeah, anything from half shafts, the planet trees, the bits, the prop shafts, um, the transfer case, which actually makes it four wheel drive, is, is fairly strong. They're, they're over two inch wide straight cut gears in there, and we can actually change gear ratios fairly quick in it because that's what actually also the transfer case is actually what makes it four wheel drive. So the engine's actually facing the wrong way. So my engine's actually facing backwards. So we change the rotational drive round in the in the transfer case to make it drive forwards. Otherwise, it have three reverse gears and one forwards. <laughs> I mean, you, you said that a quarter of a million quid to rebuild it. I, I, I imagine you spent a lot more on 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 it over the years. But I mean, can you buy these? I mean, this is, sorry, I'm asking a silly question, but can you buy monster trucks? I mean, where would you even yeah, where do you even start? So if you wanted to buy a brand new one, the best person to speak to is Dan Patrick, Dan Patrick Enterprises. He's probably built the most monster trucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. With Christmas wish list. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so Dan Patrick's built probably the most monster trucks in the world. Mine one as originally was a Dan, it's called a Patrick chassis. So that's how good it is. Mine's like 25 years old. He's been out to the UK and seen my monster truck, and you're like, wow, you look after this thing. But, but yeah, um, but yeah. So if you went to so one of my friends, um, Ian Jones in the UK, nice lad, really shy, uh, but he was a huge, huge monster truck fan. Um, he knows absolutely everything about monster trucks, and his mum was luckily enough to win the lottery, and she said, "Well, what would you want to do? Because want to buy a monster truck?" And so yeah, so he bought a brand new Patrick chassis. And he comes out to the Monster Truck Nationals, which is at Santa Pod in August. Yeah. Still don't know whether it's on this year. Uh, and he brings us the only time he drives it once a year. Wow. Uh, and, and this thing is, I try and look, keep my truck looking clean. This thing just looks brand, brand new every time it comes out. So yeah, Ian Jones, he really looks after his truck. But yeah, so yeah. And, it was quite funny. So when he when he went to order the truck, he, he was speaking with Dan, and he said, "Look, Dan says, yeah, I can, I'll, I'll build your truck. I've got so much on. It's going to take me about a year to get on to getting your one done. I've got so much orders on. Send me the deposit, and I'll get onto it as soon as I can." Dan phoned me up and said, "Look, um, do you know Ian Jones?" I went, "Yeah, I've, I've met him at a few shows and stuff." He's like, "Is he serious?" So we. Well, at this time I didn't know about the monster truck and he was like, he, he's, he's, I want, he wants me to build him a monster truck and I said yeah that's, that's great, great, great yeah and he goes he sent me all the money, he didn't send the deposit, he sent the whole lot in one go, he goes I just feel really bad holding it for a year yeah. before I can actually do it. <laughs> uh, is his theme, is his, is his got a theme to it? Yeah his one's called Blaster, yeah so it's, it's fairly plain but it is, it is super super sweet. Amazing. That, that, I mean, that is a story, isn't it? I, I, Mum, you know, essentially, one of us. What do you want? Monster truck. Yeah. <laughs> but um, and, and but that's the point. Is going back to your comments at the beginning, Tom. Is oh, that you know, amazing. it's everybody's uh, a dream. Everybody, it's got to be. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Everybody. I was I was going to get you in trouble again then, but I t- thought not to. <laughs> Didn't um, time. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah, chance. Like no chance. No chance. 
It is a dream. I mean, uh, you know, again, uh, apologies, everybody. I thank you. Please do keep the comments and questions coming in. But again, um, Morwan there says, hey, Tony, ho uh, hope Swampy is OK. So if you can answer that one, Tony. Swampy's fine. Now, I know a lot of the problem with the moment is the coronavirus. And believe it or not, I think I have had it. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, I, I was I was ill, Ill with a really high temperature for a Five, five days that my temperature was over 40 for five days wow. and I did lose my sense of taste I did lose my sense of smell and I haven't got a clue how I got it I hardly meet anybody um, day to day it's just I must have gone to a shop at one, one point and got it luckily no one in my in my family's got had it so as soon as they had the symptoms I just locked myself in the bedroom luckily my bedroom's got a nice on suite and that and they were literally just bringing food to the door and knocking on the door telling it was open and then I was going and picking it up and that was all I could do, just to walk from the bed to pick up the food and go back again. And I was Sounds happy. It, and, it's, and, yeah. it's, and, it's, and it's taken me nearly four weeks to get back to it. Even when I was, after we had all the symptoms, I just had no energy, couldn't do anything. Like, even trying to walk down the stairs was a, was a nightmare. I, I mean, I'm not one to stir or anything, Tony, but Morwenna didn't ask about you. She just wants to know about Swampy, you know. <laughs> I'm just the messenger. <laughs> sorry. I'm only you, you, joking. You start, you start me off, but I just don't stop, so sorry. <laughs> I'm only joking. I'm only joking. <laughs> Um, uh, actually, to give Tom a bit of grief, Emma Mason. Hi, Masons. I'm glad that they're on board. Uh, thought Tom was rocking some bling, then realised it was his headphones. Uh, hey? I, 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 need a new, I need a yeah, nice gold chain. Gangster Davis. Um, uh, I'm guessing another one of your fans here, Debs Carey. Uh, Miss Truckfest and you and Claire for the last oh. few years. Um, you're there next year, I take it. Uh, haven't got... Uh, sir. The, mate, the big truck fest at Peterborough has actually been put back to the new August bank holiday. Uh, also, the August bank holiday. They've asked me to do it, but I've actually already got commitments, but we still don't know whether even that's yeah. happening. So I, I, I've had to Absolutely. say that I, truck fest, I, I've been playing with them, and, and I said, look, whoever books me first for a show, no matter what happens, I stay with that. I don't, I don't yeah. somebody off to move on out. I, I and have I've done it because this, this is my full-time job I don't, I don't want to pee anybody off at all yeah, yeah. so if they booked me I just say that's it and it doesn't matter what happens so yeah so they've had the postponed their show and put it back but the date it's gone back to I'm already booked for another show and, and I have exactly the same thing with the commentary Tony so I can relate to you there is that yeah we got things being re and on that note then truck fest do you go to uh, convoy in the park at Donington Park as well uh I can't do convoy in the park because I do truck fest. Let's leave it at Fine. That. <laughs> oh, understood. But, but understood. And I won't mention it again. These truck events are really impressive, at and I just want to touch upon. I don't know if there's any tr people who like trucks, but you've got a pretty impressive um, Scania wagon as well, haven't you? And um, yeah, people find that more so impressive, don't they? A lot of people, a lot of the truck community. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, I've all, I've always loved big trucks and stuff like that. So, uh, I've, when I first started off, I, I had a, a Renault Premium, which I've actually still got. It's up in the up in the yard. We use it for shunting other trailers around. Um, but yeah, but then I got a, a massive American bullnose Volvo. Now, you've seen the the, the Scania bullnose Volvo, uh, the big Scania trucks with the bonnet on the front. Yeah. This thing absolutely dwarfs one of them. It was so big now. The main problem I have with it was actually, I, when I, I used to do shows all around Europe, 
furthest I've driven myself is all the way to Russia. And I've done shows in Moscow, wow. St. Petersburg, and that. Uh, and some of the countries I was driving through, I'm actually over length for how long the, tra the, the tractor unit and trailer can be. And I have a problem in Lithuania. So I've come out of Russia into Lithuania and they stuck me through the x-ray scanner and it started scanning down the, the lorry in the trailer and it stopped. And I still had another, another 20 feet of trailer still to go. And I was like, oh, you're, you're too long. You can't come through. I goes, well, I came through here on the way through and you didn't say anything. No, 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 you can't come through. Can't come through. I goes, well, I'll pull it forward. You just scan the back. And it was just like, it's one vehicle, one scan. And it ended up being 600 euros and I never went through the country. Oh, <laughs> blimey. That's, but, uh, yeah. that's a nightmare. But um, just picking up on a couple of the other comments, and I'll come back, we'll come back to your truck in a second, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tony, because I know we've got the trailer to discuss in a second, but I just what I'm conscious, and I know you and I chatted about this earlier, that we've, we've been chatting and there's loads coming in. Uh, I mentioned about Debs Carey, just to add this, I did put it up. Melanie Parker has also said about seeing you guys, the whole family. And this is a great thing, is it's the whole family, isn't it, of you guys that, that go there and, and they're all missing all of you. Um, Equally, Sean Austin, uh, have enjoyed meeting you and your team at Santa Pod and Truckfest Southeast. Hopefully, we'll get you back to the pod soon. Good question here, Mike Cotton, one of our own. Why monster trucks? Uh, I know that not? you were you were watching them, <laughs> yeah. But w what was it? You were watching them over Christmas, weren't you? And and it, uh, they just what was it that that grabbed you about them? It, it was just how insane they were. It's like. Uh, oh, oh. It's just what they could do. They could go over a car like it wasn't there. Uh, at that point, when they used to fall over, they used to get smashed up because they were still steel bodies. Now they've got the fiberglass bodies. When they go over, it, um, it either breaks a bit of it off or scuffs it, and that's, a, that's the sort of damage you get with it. Um, I know you're probably going to bring up all my sport later on. But, uh, yeah, so, yeah, but uh, <laughs> it's, it's one of the biggest things you can see. And they're so... Now, I used to see them on telly, and I used to love them. But when you actually get to see it in an arena, you don't appreciate how big they are, and also how loud they are. Yeah. Oh, now, yeah. I, 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 that's one of the main reasons I can't do much of things at Castle Coombe because they've got the noise restrictions. Now, what's the track decibel limit, Tom? Well, on a race day, I think it's 108, I think. Um, yeah, okay. I remember we had this conversation. That, that's uh, okay. one of our sort of GT race cars, yeah. Okay, so I'm 113 on tick over. <laughs> on tick over. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, when you uh, under throttle, it, go, it goes up to a, 154. 154, yeah. I mean, I was, yeah, like I said, I remember being at, um, when I saw you guys years ago, well, at Santa Pod, but also uh, at Cardiff, because in the I think it's the arena, is it? Isn't it in the stadium? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. They, used and they to take be the out the stadium, yeah. That's right, yeah. and they take a lot of the seats. I don't know to start with. And I remember they were giving out um, earbuds, you know, to everyone to say, "Yeah, here's some earbuds and everything else." And I remember there was a, a few people sort of saying, "No, no, 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 no I don't." And the whole place just erupted, absolutely. And it is, and it, but it's going through you, isn't it? It's, I mean, like, when I asked you earlier, do you wear earplugs? Because it just goes through you. Yeah, yeah. So when we're doing the Millennium Stadium, there are actually 12 trucks that come out and we're actually all lined up underneath there. <laughs> now, also with a monster truck, if you're at the front of the queue, it's not too bad because all the monster trucks run on methanol. 
so it's a biofuel so we're environmentally friendly all what comes out the exhaust is water vapor is one and the other thing that comes out the exhaust is tear gas so when you're in the queue <laughs> if you're near the back your eyes start running it's pitch black you're trying to drive it up a tunnel which is only probably about a foot wider than the truck is so it's really easy to catch the wall uh, and then yeah, as soon as you come out, it's pitch black. As soon as you come into the arena, there's big fire cannons that go off either yeah. side of you. And that makes your eyes just go, oh, I've got a clue what they're doing now. And you try, <laughs> try to chase spotlights to and find your place where to stop. So the first bit is the most stressful bit of the whole show is coming out. <laughs> but, but I With everybody's say, camera flashes as well, <laughs> presumably. Yeah. But when you do a really, really big stadium, it, I've... I don't know if any other motorsport do this. Um, when you see on some motorsport, they have the big TVs all around the arena. But when you're doing it and the, the TV's in the middle of it, and when you're doing a jump, you can actually watch yourself doing the jump. <laughs> it's the best feeling ever. I think, Tony, I, I think I was going to say to you, because obviously you've competed. So there's there's different elements of monster truck racing, isn't there? So there's, there's the, obviously the show bit that you do, but you told me before about that you do the competitive stuff. And just, yeah, so I just think two, it's really interesting what you told me about that. Yes, yeah, so there's two different elements in, in, in monster trucks. There's monster truck racing, which is basically drag racing over cars, two at a time. But to make it a little bit more even, especially whether we do the UK Monster Truck Nationals, we do a, what we call a lollipop course. So we've got six cars with a, a metal ramp and a dirt ramp over side of it. So you go from the start line, you go over six cars, down the dirt ramp, and there's four cars with no ramps at all. So you have to get over the top of them, then you've got to do a really, really tight turn around a monster truck tyre and then go back over the cars the way you came and go across the, the, the finish line again. Now, that seems fairly simple, but what also they do, because remember, you can't see much on a monster truck, they put lane markers down either side of it as well. So if you hit a lane marker, you get a five-second penalty out the back for each one you hit. It isn't just like you hit one, you hit one or you hit two, that's 10 seconds. If you hit the tyre at the end on the turn round, that's another five seconds. If you do the turn the wrong way around the tyre, another five seconds. Uh, uh, and, but to bear this in mind, I actually do the whole course in under 20 seconds. So if you hit one marker, you've basically yeah. lost. And the reason they do that is so some of the monster trucks, mine's 2,000 horsepower. I could be up against a monster truck with 700 horsepower. Because some of them actually still run a, a petrol engine. Most of them right. are methanol engines, but on that show, there's a couple with a method. So they make it a driving course, trying to yeah. even it out. Um, power does help, but it's mm. not everything. Power's no, not no. about control. Yeah. 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 And but the yeah. other part of it is the freestyle element. So that's basically yes. trying to do the biggest show shopping trick you can in 90 seconds so the, the time will start when you hit the first obstacle it could be you do a donut you could do a, a go over a car you could go over a bus um yeah whatever thing whatever stop you do first then you've got 90 seconds from there on and it's actually then judged by the crowd so they hand out markers to the crowd and they have to judge it from 0 to 10. And the only yeah. advice they give them to start off with is don't give a 10 to the first one that comes out because then we've got nowhere to go. And <laughs> <laughs> um, Tony, I mean, that's what I said. I think we talked before and you, you know, and you said to me that you with those top boys and we were talking about this with the teams and things that you probably talked us about, but you yeah. could have actually won if you had unlimited budget. 
you, so your driving yeah. skill is, is is up there or beyond some of these i say other professional drivers but with unlimited budgets so we're talking about ryan earlier so explain yeah, about yeah. that because that's, that's what i was a gobsmacked i mean i'm not you know bloke from melton no disrespect you know monster truck and you're telling me you're better than some of these guys that are you know paid god knows how much yeah, yeah. So, so when you see like the big, big shows like Monster Jam on that, most of them are paid drivers. All the trucks are owned by Monster Jam. They've got all the sponsors behind them. Yeah. All the parts. That's my lorry that's there in the background. <laughs> that's a pretty, pretty, uh, especially when you see that coming down the road. Yeah. yeah. So they're all paid drivers and they're all given a certain amount of budget or damage they're allowed to do per weekend. Now, some of them have got unlimited budget. And some of them are like tied to like twenty thousand dollars worth of damage at the in the weekend, depending yeah. what what how where they are and with their sponsors, who it is. Also, what show it is. Now, we've, I've done shows with Monster Jam in Paris, and Paris the Hot Wheels, which is Hot Wheels Mattel at the time, were producing all the toys for Monster Jam. Their offices were opposite where the arena was, who was doing it, uh, and they got told that the Hot Wheels truck had to get smashed up every single show that that weekend. Now we did four shows. Wow. By the third show, it was so bad that we couldn't actually get it fixed. We had two um, uh, uh, excavators on it, trying to pull the monster truck chassis back down straight after we cut the bars out to put some more bars in it. It was so bad we couldn't do that. So they took the body off another one, put the Hot Wheels body on that one, and then trashed it again. I can't compete with anywhere near that. No. I, I, the worst I've done, I, I blew up three engines in a year. Um, and my engines, if I could totally destroy the engine, it's £50,000. Why? So, Why? That's, I, did, yeah. I, did, I did 150 yeah. grand worth of engines in a year, and that nearly bankrupted me. Yeah, so now my yeah. engines do 100 hours, and then they come out and get fully rebuilt. So, so do the other monster on monster jam that those do those drivers you know, do you all is there you know do you all sort of talk about, i mean they must look at you and think here's a guy you know from the uk everything else they've got a limited budget but you you're taking them to school really uh yeah yeah so i've, I've, I've in the in the racing i can i can keep up with them in the racing also my trucks are little it's geared up a little bit faster than them because they use a, normally use a, a two-speed gearbox i've got a three-speed in my so on the on the long straights i can go a lot faster but then i have to yeah. slow down for the corners um, also now they, they are actually running a, a, a monster truck tire now most of the weight in the monster truck is based in the wheels tires and the axles uh, and now they've actually got um, BKT tires that made special tires for the monster trucks not like I run so they've hardly got any cleats on them now if you're doing racing with cleats on the, on especially like the monster jam surface which is actually a clay surface it's really hard with a full cleat tire to get around the corner without actually rolling the monster truck onto its side because you've got so much grip. Um, you think grip might be good, but it actually needs a little bit of slide to, to keep the speed up to go yeah. around the corner. But yeah, on, in a straight line, mine's actually like my, my, most of the time when you see my truck out for a show, it's geared to 75 mile an hour. And I know it does 75 mile an hour because I took sat nav out my normal pickup, put it in it, and then drove it down the field. To see how fast it was going, yeah, it, it, it gets up to seventy miles an hour so quick. Um, uh, yeah, but also, I was talking to Chris earlier about different people have driven it. So we was I rolled it well. Gonna, should we mention the rollover now, Chris? Go for it, my friend. I was there. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So a lot of you might pop up to the Autosport International, Autosport International of Birmingham, normally second week of January. We take the monster truck out there every sort of every other year now i can't do jumps in that arena 
the floor physically isn't strong enough. The floor's rated at 20 tons per square meter. Now, on a normal jump with the monster truck, if I land it on two wheels, that would be fine. But if I happen to land it on one wheel, I'll be over 20 tons per square meter. But the monster truck, normally when it lands the ground, it's a four and a half G impact and a four and a half times uh, five and a half tons is over is over the limit of the floor and the, we don't want to break the floor there so yeah so you normally do donuts and smash things up and go through things i drive over cars there but i can't jump on now we went up to the show chris was up there it was the first one press day i had a brand new body on i went up there we've been up there testing on the, we've been up there since tuesday so we've been doing the routine with terry graph worked out what we was doing 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 my donuts here go around do another doing that down there First show came out, done the parade, put the foot down, done a couple of little jumps, little little pop, little wheelies, came round to do the donut, literally just came round the corner, just started to ease into it, and the monster truck started to grip, started to grip, and I could have uh, saved it, but the only way to save it on the monster truck is actually to go forwards, to unsteer the steering a little bit and go forwards. But the main problem there was I was actually aiming at the main stage, which had like... <laughs> It was a Formula One car up on the top of it by this stage. Millions and millions of pounds of Formula One car. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to have to sit in it and let it go over. And then it's gone over. And of course, once it, because it's got those huge big tires on it, yeah. they're outside the bodywork. So now when it's fallen over, it's on the wrong side of the tires. So now it's reversed itself backwards now, away from the stage into a big concrete pillar. <laughs> So yeah, uh, every, then everyone at the show like jumped out to, to, to see if I was all right. Yeah, I'm absolutely fine in the monster truck. I've had some really big crashes in it, uh, and, and you just get out and I just wave to the crowd and I'm, I'm, I'm fine. But so many people come over because it's like it's so extreme. He's got to be hurt. Yeah, no, yeah. you're fine in there. <laughs> And that, I mean that's an amazing that's an amazing show up there because because of the noise you're so compacted aren't you into that into that arena and I remember yeah. a few years ago I took someone with me and he'd never seen a monster he'd never been to Autosport he'd never seen a monster truck live and we were yeah. sat there and I remember it was the one I think it was yourself and they did the whole health and safety man came out do you remember that one he came out in a little van or, and he had a little yeah 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 going. So he, yeah yeah and he, he happened to leave it there at the side of the arena it stayed there for a little bit though but it wasn't like it was just like, oh, they've left it there and they forgot about it. No, that was all planned. Every I did a new car every single time I came out. <laughs> it was so great. It's just the way that the whole story, there's this guy going around this clipboard. and the, I remember the commentators up, it was Paul, Paul Marcel, I think, at the time. And he was up on the yeah. top and they were chatting away. And then you just came out. And, there, and you can see people going, that van's going to get it. That van's going to get it. I'm thinking, this is all part of the show, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> you just crushed <laughs> it. Yeah, another, another year when oh. they had the, the, the stage and I I was actually doing donuts as well and then they thought I was going out the arena and then I actually did a really sharp turn and went straight through the stage and I smashed up the stage every single show and I cut out <laughs> that guy can't drive he, he, he hit the stage <laughs> no I hit the stage every show <laughs> it was planned they, they had the full sets of his tables chairs every single time but what, what, what we didn't realise what was going to happen they actually had a, a, a quite a big bill to repair the floor because when I was going through all the tables and chairs, some of them were quite big stainless steel tubes in them. And if I was breaking on the tubes, it would actually scrape out the concrete floor. Oh, sugar. So they had, right. to, they, had a, they had quite a big bill for repairing the floor after that. So I, I, that was I, 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 I be a bit, a bit more careful. 
And the key point is that I didn't know until you told me earlier is that that uh, live action arena um, uh, area is that there's a car park under that. That's why it's got that sort of uh, the, the limit on the floor. Mm. I had no idea there was a car park. Yeah, it was suspended there. floor. Yeah. So but right. also what we do also do, I don't know if you can see it from up in there. There's there's wooden bits on the floor where they can run cables through for the shows. Oh, the channels, yeah. So the, cha the channels of the floor. So what we do with the monster truck is we have to actually make sure when I do the donor that I actually do it not on where the channels are because of it will flip them out. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, I, just, I like the way we've just ruined anyone who's ever watched the show and thought that it was actually real just ruined it for. But it is, it's just that. And that's the thing, isn't it? It's the theatre of monster trucks as well, isn't it? It's the absolute... The excitement, the thrill, and you get to do that all the time, Tony. I'm so jealous, honestly. Yeah, yeah, but also straight after that show, so it had a brand new body on, and I hadn't even got it back to the pits, and I already had a phone call from my wife to say, "What have you done?" Because it went straight on social media yeah. so it was quick. Everywhere. Like, yeah, I didn't even yeah. get a chance to say, "Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry." And she just goes, "You can't have anything nice." <laughs> that was it. <laughs> it, it does. I mean, I saw it myself on that one at Autosport last wow. year when you did that. It was on. It was on the uh, uh, social media instantly, wasn't it? Yeah, which, yeah. Which yeah, they sold a few extra tickets. <laughs> absolutely, and I can confirm that I went in the following day, and you did it perfectly, mate. So it was. Crashed <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it. No, yeah. no, no, no. So what? 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 The, what had changed? So we done ch testing there on the, on the Tuesday and the Wednesday. On the day of Thursday, everybody else turned up and they all had their practice, and it just happened. The way I had to do my donut was on one of the big breaking spots, so they put loads and loads of rubber down. So when I've come to do mine bit, I've just got so much more extra grip where the rubber was. That's what was set them onto the truck up. So all we did, we had to change the routine to find where we was going to do the donuts, where it wasn't going to be on the breaking point. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, I had a, going back a little bit, I had a question. When uh, you guys were having the conversation about a competition being the, uh, you know, almost the, uh, the drag race and then the freestyle side of things, I want to ask about the freestyle because I've always wondered whether, when I look at it, whether you guys have actually got it mapped up exactly what you're going to do because it almost looks properly freestyle that you kind of go, right, I'm going to go with this to start with. Let's see how and where I land as to what I do next. Is it more planned than that? Uh, in theory, yes. I always have an idea of what's going to happen, but whether the truck actually lets me do that is another thing. So one of the ones that freestyles at uh, Monster Truck Nationals is my truck, I'm quite good at doing wheelies with it, so I can actually just hit the side of a car, go up, land it, and do a wheelie, and wheelie it properly. When you're doing a wheelie, as you can probably appreciate, all I can see is blue sky. And I have to know by looking at the side window, or like how far down the arena I've got. So I've normally got a, a thing like, if I get to see the, the, the big yellow pole, I know to put it down at the yellow pole. Um, so yeah, so I've done a jump, landed it, and I've got, okay, but I knew there was cars in front of me that I didn't want to hit. So I actually hit the cars, the first set of cars at a slight angle, so I've actually wheelie across the arena, away from the cars. I didn't actually appreciate, I didn't actually get it, straight enough so it's more diagonal so as i'm wheeling across the arena i hit one car with one wheel which actually set the truck over into a complete barrel roll it did a complete flip for the first time it hit the ground upside down the roll cage and then it flipped over again and, and it did a lot of damage to the truck so yeah it, 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 it ripped off the front axle completely um yeah it broke, broke loads and loads of parts we had to had to like 
put the truck back together even to get it back in the trailer. It was that much damage to it. But yeah, but sometimes but that course, can you style that out sometimes though, don't you? You kind of you can get away with it where you suddenly go, Oh, that wasn't supposed to happen, right? Let's make it I've ended up on wheels, go again and yeah. I love that. Yeah, so I was, I, was, I was doing a show with Terry Grant one year, and I've done a, done the jump, and the monster truck's landed, and it's lent onto its side. Now, I was doing, at that point, I was there was loads of room around me. Put my foot down, and I actually spun the monster truck a 180 on its side and dropped it back down onto the wheels, and then I jumped the set of cars I'd just come over. And he went, that was awesome. Do that again next time. Goes, it was a complete fluke. I just had to the monster truck, get it on the wheel, like, oh, the cars are there. I'll just hit that as well. But that must be an awesome part of it, the fact that you know that, okay, you've got a plan, I'm going to be doing this, because sometimes you sort of yeah. think, well, am I just going to be going right, bang, turn around, bang, and it's like, no, 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 there's no, a no, whole no, lot no. more to it, and there's stuff that you have no idea what's going to happen, and you've got to style it out somehow as well. Yeah, also, there's a lot of technique into driving a monster truck. People just think you just take your brain out and throw it away. Even when the monster truck's in the air, you're still having to drive the monster truck. So if you put your foot on the throttle, the huge wheels with that gyroscopic effect actually affects how the halter truck handles. So if I put my foot on the throttle, it actually makes the front go up. If I put my foot on the brakes, it makes the front go down. If I actually turn the wheels in the in the front, it makes the truck twist in the air. So you're still driving the monster truck, even though there's no yeah. wheels on the ground. So, wow. uh, yeah, it, it, people, if you ever get a bicycle wheel and just spin it and just hold it on an axis and just do that, you can actually feel it pull you. Now, my wheel is five foot six tall, four foot wide. They weigh 500 kilos. You imagine what effect that has when you turn it or speed it up and slow it down. I thought he was talking about me under lockdown for a second then. <laughs> Actually, you're a perfect candidate to drive a monster truck because it doesn't matter how heavy you are, the relation to your, your weight and the vehicle weight, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so I was going to just sorry, been a, is there anyone in the in the truck driving world that you you, you sort of look up to? Is it is it that kind? Of, I mean, is there are there guys out there? Obviously, you know, if I gave you a limited budget, I guess you know that that's one thing. But are there people? Are there guys out there that have? You know, show new things or you look at and you think that's that you know they actually do know something that i don't is it, is it kind of with that is it is there a i say you know with the racing drums is, is it something there like a lewis hamilton-esque that you look at uh there's a lot of new tricks that they're they're actually developing now so they've actually developed this new trick with a moonwalk so they actually do a jump in the monster truck and they land it on the front wheels and then put the brakes on really really hard so they actually get it to balance completely on the wheels and they actually can drive it backwards and forwards wow. <laughs> on the balance point and it's so precise now the monster That's truck amazing. throttles are really really aggressive and with the throttle in my truck i don't think i could do it also they have to have a modified gearbox to do it because as you can appreciate when the monster trucks are back the oil in the gearbox is not in the right place also the oil in the engine is not in the right place so we always run a, a wow. an oil accumulator to try and if we suddenly have a bit of oil starvation, we bump the oil pressure up. But if you watch the in, in cab footage, you see the oil pressure goes to start to drop off, drop off, drop off. And it drops off to zero. And once it's at zero, they've got 20 seconds before they have to drop it down. Otherwise, they do serious right. damage to the engines. But yeah, I'd love to have a go at that. But to do that in Swamp Thing, I'm actually going to have to chop off the front of the chassis because my front of my chassis under the bodywork is, is a lot longer. So right. if I actually had it balanced up there, I, I think I'd actually be Crushed. catching my chassis yeah. on the ground, which would actually right. stop me doing it. 
That's, and which drivers do that then? Which is that? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so, so uh, Mikey Barters Jr. Um, if you want to check his YouTube channel out, he's he's in lockdown again at the moment, even in Canada. But yeah, he's mm. he's really good, and that's B two bids on on YouTube. And I'm going to take your question a step further, actually, Tom, because it was something I was thinking, is that at Castle Coon, we've obviously got, like, the racing school um, mm. and, of course, the ability to go and get your ARDS license and, uh, and what have you. How do you learn to go and monster truck? <laughs> uh, it's it's the, probably the hardest motorsport to get into because if you say you want to be, to, uh, be going to Formula 1, you start in a... A, a, a kid's car, you work your way up Formula Ford all the way through the formulas and then eventually if you manage it, you get the Formula 1. Monster trucks, you start at Monster Truck. There isn't there isn't like a smaller version that lets you get up to it. You might do a bit of four-wheeling in a, a Range Rover or a Land Rover or something like that but actually competitively you have to start at Monster Truck. So most people, if they want to get into it, they have to sort of get into it like a, in the States they get into a team and start running on the spanners and helping out at the shows. And they, if they're lucky, then they get to travel all the way around the States. And if eventually they've got the mo uh, mechanical know-how and be able to drive it, because even maneuvering it around, even trying to park it up in the pit area is really hard. You have to, you have to because it's some, the visibility is so bad, you're actually doing it from hand directions. So if you, if you want to go straight, it's that. Then they turn, you want to turn left. If they want you to turn the back wheels, they turn, it's the other hand. And you have to do that. And you have to literally take their word for it. Um, also, on the monster trucks, we also got that. Now, that doesn't talk to the driver. That's a, it's not a walkie-talkie. On the monster trucks, we have a remote ignition interrupter. So this is a remote control just for the monster trucks engine. So for every time the monster trucks doing anything at all, there's always somebody with this watching the monster truck. Uh, just in case I get, say, I'm maneuvering in pits and I get too close to another car or something, they can press the button on on this and it shuts the engine off instantly. Now, it doesn't put the brakes on it, but when we're especially maneuvering it around with the, in the pit area, you happen to ride the brake anyway. So as soon as you shut off the engine, the truck absolutely stops dead. But yeah, so anytime we're doing any racing or any shows, I've had it before while I was doing a, a show at a county ground. Um, in the middle of the show, a dog managed to get into the arena, and literally, I can't see it. It was, it was behind me at the time. Um, my, wife, uh, my wife was on the RR at that time. She just press the button, shut it off. I got out. Was, was there something broke? I just noticed a dog in the in the arena. Got the dog, picked the dog up, took it back to back to its owner. Got back in the truck and did the show, and everyone was happy. But it's, it's just one of those things. <laughs> I think it's good to know that the safety's in there. But, I mean, you know, how did... Let me take it another way then, Tony. How did you learn to monster truck then? <laughs> Hang on. Uh, um, so, yeah, so I, I, I started off with a, 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 a road legal high lux, put bigger wheels on it, and then we built this two-third side one, and then it basically had to learn it from there. We then we put, made it into a full-size monster truck. I went over to America to the, did the MTRA course, which is like the certification for monster trucks, um, which I actually have to do here on my own. I have to basically self-certify myself. I'm not a member of the MTRA anymore, but I have to do basically exactly what, if they, whatever they say in their rules my truck has to have on it. So my truck's got wheel tethers on it. It has to have a certain type of, the roll cage has to be built a certain way. So yeah, so mine's exactly the same with that. I assume that's the Monster uh, Truck Racing Association. Yeah, that's that, yeah. 
yeah so yeah but with any any rules so all the monster trucks you see in the uk all, all their trucks are built at least that standard even more but what but that's the trucks one thing but what about like the you know you as the driver i mean presumably you you need to be i was going to say certified but i think you have to be certified <laughs> to be a monster truck driver anyway but um <laughs> you know but to, to to actually be taught how to do it safely when you've got big crowds there did did you actually have to be were you taught by somebody else yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. so I was, I, was, I, was, I was driving some trucks in, in america and i got taught out there so they, they knew i was safe and that and now if anybody in the uk wants to start to drive it we have to have um they're called their class. We call we've got different grades of drivers. If you were to, if you're driving a ride truck, you'd be a B grade driver. If you want to drive a, a monster truck and do ex, ex, exhibitions, you have to be an A class driver. Now to do that, now you have to have three A class drivers at the same event with your truck, and they have to watch you. And one of the drivers will make you do all the manoeuvring, like parking it up on the pits, getting your reverse up to the cars, and then then we'll let you take it over the cars and see how you put, um, jump the monster truck over the cars make sure you've got it in control we throw a couple of little scenarios in there just to try and catch them out uh, yeah and then we actually certify them and you have to get certified before you can get any public liability insurance as you can imagine the public liability is pretty hard to get hold of anyway when you say you've got a five and a half ton machine that can basically go through anything yeah. You need to know that the person knows how to drive it. So, so the, sorry, going back to the lad who whose mum won the lottery and bought the monster truck. So he, he that's what he's had to go through that. Then I take it. Yeah, yeah. So before oh, right. he did any shows, so we three of us had to be there and watch right. how we go, uh, watch how we right. drove it. So otherwise, you can't get the insurance. Yeah. yeah. Um, right. I'm conscious. Uh, I want to um, move on to some of like the famous people that you've worked with because you and I were having some wonderful sto- uh, conversations earlier. But I, I need to go back to some of the comments and questions mm. for a second. Oh, I love, I love the comments. I love the comments. <laughs> good, good. Uh, right, one of our own, Dave Rogers, Dilly Dilly, uh, one of the Orange Army. How did Swamp Thing get his name? Now, I know that it already had its name, didn't it, before you got it, but do you know yeah. how it got it? Uh, so, yeah, so when I bought the truck, it was uh, originally when it was in America, my truck was called Dragon Slayer. Then it was oh, a Grave okay. Digger. Then it, then it was Captain Insano in the States. And then when it came over to the UK, it was called Jurassica. And then when I bought it, then I renamed it Swamp Thing. And the idea of Swamp oh, Thing is okay. when I was on honeymoon, when I was on honeymoon with my wife, there was a massive alligator in the Everglades. It went across the flight, took up the whole road, and we'd come across this thing in the hire car. And this thing would not move. It just <laughs> would not get out of the way. And it like it owned the road. And we said, yeah, we turned around and went another way. So but it's one thing. So when it was like this thing owned the road. So when I got monster truck, it's got killed Swamp Thing. It's American. It lives in the Everglades. It lives in the swamp, and that's where it is, and that's why it looks like an alligator. That is so cool, and I got that wrong. Apologies. I thought for some reason you'd bought it already called that. So I no, like no, no. It so more swamp... now. Yeah. So if you ever see Swamp Thing anywhere, it's always been me that drives it. Yeah, I remember I asked that's you that so question. Cool. I remember I asked that question because I said, "Oh, I said, is it franchised?" And you said, "No, it's at, it is me. It's that's my truck, and that's yeah, my yeah, brand." Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so I've got, it's all trademarked and everything. So when I've, yeah. I, I, I do kids' book deals, I used to do uh, Little Monster Trucks. Oh, yeah, that one's got the wheel written up there. So, That's I've, cool. I've, uh, yeah, so we got... I want one the, of them. All the, all the hats, they're all on swapthing4x4.co.uk now. 
But the reason we've, we always used to sell merchandising at the shows, and it was one of the part of the show. So after the show, we bring the monster truck up to the fence, and we get to meet all the people. We have queues of people lining up to sign the posters and everything like that. And, and even when we get back to doing shows, I think that part of it might be curtailed a little bit because it's social distancing and stuff. And we've like, all the people, all the kids, they've seen the truck, they want to have the T-shirt with the Swamp Thing on. So that's why we brought the shop forward online now. So even if we can't sell it at the shows, the kids can still get their T-shirts. So if you check out swampthing4x4.co.uk and you can see our new shop. Yeah, as you should have just pointed to the bottom of the screen then, Tony. We had it in there for you, mate, didn't we? Yeah, like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as if, as if uh, here's one I did earlier. Um, yeah. Then, let's hang on. I've got to go back to, to those comments again. Right, uh, where did we get to? Um, Nigel Forrest, uh, another one of the uh, quarry, uh, sorry, Nickerbrook Hardcore up at Alton Park. He has said, uh, what's Tony's favourite monster truck? He's a fan of Gravedigger in the States. What's your favourite, other than Swamp Thing, obviously? Uh, 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 Gravedigger is really cool. The other truck I, I love is Maxim Destruction, Max D. Now, I actually got to drive it at one of the shows, not actually when it was in the show, but actually putting it away after the show whilst helping Tom Mentor own the truck, put it, put it away because I've never seen a truck so damaged. <laughs> <laughs> it, it had most of it ripped off there was no bodywork on it the back axle was ripped off and they didn't have any spare parts of it and we're trying to put it back in the trailer so they can move it onto the next thing so i'm in it and he's got it and he's suspended on the back and i'm helping him drive it drive it in drive it in with hardly any steering to try and get it in the, in the container now when you appreciate when the monster truck even in my trailer i think I think you did you see when I had it at Castle Coombe that time, Tom? Yeah. I was putting it away. You've only got an inch and a half either side each to get side, it. Yeah. <laughs> now, it's it's really tight, but when you've got no steering in there and you're still having to drive it, and on, on his truck, it hasn't got the little joy uh, toggle switch on it. It's actually got a hand control, and you actually tilt your hand from side to side. It's really, really awkward. Wow. And also, in his truck, you're not sat in the middle, you're sat to the side. And you've got the engine in front of you because you can see even less in that thing and it's it's i found it really uncomfortable but he drives it phenomenal so yeah, yeah tom mentor tom mentor's the man for me i like it love it um we got matt coyle who is the uh, championship coordinator for the saloons three biggest things i've worked on wellington bomber swamp thing and mr Dawes's motorhome it really isn't that big uh never jet washed a motor while standing on the wheels was a tad scared to be honest thanks tony for the opportunity now that's yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. Uh, uh you know uh, what's that or dark hound auto care and he was terrified standing on the wheels by the sounds of it jets <laughs> jet washing your truck yeah, yeah. He, so he, he just started off his business and worked flat not too far from where I live. And, uh, so I actually have to drive past his house to get to my workshop. So yeah, and he said, like, I want, I want to do a bit of promotion. And like, can I, can I, can I do the monster truck? I said, yeah, yeah, come down. I don't think he appreciated how muddy I get it after a show. And I'd even <laughs> jet washed it before I put it in the trailer. So actually, I'm on my, I'm on my tractor, you know, I've got a massive trailer, jet wash, water tank, everything. So I actually washed it before he even, even got to see it. He went, it's quite a bit of work there. <laughs> <laughs> he's I love he's it. My car. But, yeah, but Dark, Dark Hand Auto okay, did a fantastic job. Check him out. Oh, brilliant. Definitely. I, and I agree because he has done my motorhome, but it's not as big as he's making out. Yeah, well, the Winnebago. Um, 
No, it's not one of those. It's definitely not one of those. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Becky Hill, and uh, uh, further to our conversation early, you know, stay strong, Becky. Uh, Mr. Dawes, is that gin? It is now. It was a Pims earlier, but it is gin Pims? now. Pims? Oh, you've got to get on the cocktails. Uh, yeah, and you, but now you th- you think you can mock me, and you're there with your hard hard ass Thatchers. But oh, hang on, Tony, what's your drink? You told me earlier. Come on, a porn star martini. <laughs> that, His is my, favorite that is my go to drink. <laughs> and Tom's left the building. <laughs> now, uh, Tom, a bloody monster truck driver, a bloody monster yeah. truck driver <laughs> drinking porn star martini. You've just ruined it for me, Tony. <laughs> But yeah, no. So my wife, we we went out in Bath for a, for a weekend in Bath. But I'm not doing monster trucks. I don't want to. I spend all my time driving all around the country, all around all around Europe and stuff. We just wanted to go away. We have a, a weekend in Bath. We had some cocktails and like got to my birthday and I I've really got everything I want. So clip. So my wife goes, oh, I know. We get him, I'll get him a cocktail kit. So I got all the, and now she wish she never started because I cost a fortune <laughs> with all the mixers and everything now. You've just I ruined everything for me, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> just ruined everything for me. <laughs> That's just brilliant. I love this in the fact that uh, uh, Morwenna said Swampy is definitely a character, as you've just shown. It's not just Swampy, it's Tony's a character yeah. as well. Uh, and that's the point, is I love it. And I know that Tony's yeah. brilliant to interview, and I do. I love it when, when we interview as well. Uh, good question. Sean Austin, did you have any other plans for other motorsports just in case you couldn't get into monster truck driving? Uh, oh yeah, as I said, so I, I used to do I used to do F F two sidecars. Uh, uh, used to be a help uh, my my boss at the time um, on the Bemsey Championship. So I used to go all around doing that, go camping at all the circuits and that. And then uh, one of my other friends uh, they did F F one sidecars. So it was always the sidecars more than more than the like the saloon cars or the all the things. But when I when I go, when I go to like I've been to a lot of shows at Brands Hatch. I've been up to stuff at Castle Coon. I like the cars that look like they're out of control, like the Formula Fords, because they're just so skittish all the time and they're dancing. I don't like to see the Formulas. It's a bit like a bit like Formula One now. That it's all one in the pits. I like to see all the dicing and that. But that's also why I like monster truck because a monster truck it is a crash every single time. So you get to see the crash at every single show. But like people when they go to a motor circuit, what they remember is like who won and who crashed. Yeah. They're not worried about like fourth, fifth, or sixth, but they like the action of it. And that with monster trucks, you get that all the time, but in a safe environment. I mean, over in Cardiff, that crowd is what going to be 40,000 people, something like that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so the, the biggest show I've done for a, 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 sta- a, a stadium crowd is seventy-two thousand people. Seventy-two thousand wow. people—that's unbelievable, yeah. isn't it? But, yeah. Yeah, and that and that is especially with all the like at the time that was all not hand on the phones these are all proper cameras with flashes going off it's absolutely it does your eyes in it's um, it's absolutely amazing and you can feel the energy even yeah. in that even with that massive engine behind me you can still feel the energy in the room yeah, that's how, how are you coping then tony because you know we're listening to that i mean i get enough of adrenaline rush when i'm commentating and what have you you to be in the truck doing that on the edge so you got the adrenaline of that to then be in proper crowds like that size. How are you coping now without that adrenaline fix? Uh, I'm not. So got absolutely nothing to do. My gardens never look so clean. Um, my wife actually like 
I had a build a new shed the other week, so I put a new shed up in the garden. Uh, yeah, so yeah, haven't got anything. I've got I've got my nice cars, but I can't really meant to be able to drive them around. So yeah, so. It's, but it must be a struggle to not have yeah. that adrenaline rush, mate. I've, I'm feeling for you. I'm I'm turned into yeah. councillor doors for a second there. <laughs> I was going to say, but, but the thing is, like you were saying about you know when you're not doing that, you went to you know you were with your partner and you went away and everything else. But I mean, you're living like I said, in that fast lane. I mean, there can't be much else that you could do on that, Chris. To be honest, is it that has that adrenaline? I can't think. You know, if you've got a, if you said to me, name five things with adrenaline. I don't know what else you could really name. Monster trucks has no, got to no. be up there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's pretty cool. I get, I get to do a lot of other stuff as well. So I get to work. I do some stunts in films and crashes and stuff like that, and, uh, and build stuff for other other TV stuff. So I don't know if you saw saw. Uh, uh, Hang on, before you oh. say this, Tony, I've got to just, you know, c complete that circle. Ladies and gentlemen, while you're watching, we're hearing Tony say this, and Tom, you've got to listen to this. Right, go on. How complete can your life be if you're already doing all of that stuff, and then you get to teach and work with... Ken Block. Ken Block <laughs> and uh, Idris Elba. Ken yeah. Block and Idris Elba at the same time. Can you get any cooler than those two? No, no. Well, apart from you and Speak. me, Chris, but yeah. Well, there is. I know we're trying. We're trying to match that for we're you next. now, Tony. Obviously. We're next. Oh, we're next. Yeah, that'd be a great live show, wouldn't it? Tom, yeah. The Foon Brothers, I think they call us. Yeah. Yeah. So, but if you that, want to see that it, must it, have been awesome. Yeah. yeah, it's available now. So it's on Quibi, which is a. Uh, it's only. It's only on like your phone or your or tablet. So you can download it. It's free for the first ninety days. And it's um, Idris versus Block, and it's basically we did um, I think it's eight stunts, well, not all with the monster truck, with other vehicles and stuff as well. But yeah, so the monster truck element was it. It was an obstacle course over cars, and we had to teach Ken Block and Idris Elba to drive it. Now the, the two problems I've had Idris wanted to drive my monster truck before, and he doesn't fit. He's so huge. I'm fairly tall, so I'm, I'm just I'm just six foot. Well, I've got a really long back and short legs. Now, Idris is just massive. And the problem we have with Idris, the monster truck is set up just for me. There isn't like the seat slides forward. You can't raise it or lower it. And, and under my seat, I've got all the fire extinguisher. I've got all the ignition units and everything all under the seat. So there's no way of getting my seat any lower. Well, luckily, we had to have two monster trucks there because they were doing them both at the same time. So we actually took the Podzilla monster truck from Santa Pod. And we on that one, you can actually modify the seat so they can actually take a piece out to lower it to get to get Idris in there because he's he's, he's massive. Yeah, yeah. So yes, yeah, so we had to cut that about, and we literally said like, how long is it going to take to mod re-modify the seat? And I said, if we get it there, get in there in the morning, we can probably get it done in about two hours to modify it to get all the controls where he needs it, move all the all the straps and the seat belts to make sure he's contained in there. Yeah, we, we luckily we have, we have Vickers Action, who are one of the main uh, stunt stunt um, coordinators and fabricators. They were there and they helped us out. We managed to not get out just over an hour to, to, to get him in there and get him nice and safe. But yeah, what, what, trying to teach Ken Block to drive a monster truck was absolutely yeah, amazing. Now, he got in there. He, he, first of all, he was blown away that in the UK, we had like a, he was like, wasn't expecting to see a proper monster truck. And he was like, <laughs> I read. It's the it's the real deal. It, it, it's a no wishy washy one. And, and he's like, oh, oh, I thought I was going to get away with it, having a nice easy time. 
So yeah, so we got him in there, familiarised him with the controls, and then on my truck I've actually got a plate that I can just put in there, so I can actually be in there where he's driving it around, not over cars or nothing, just to see if he can get the controls, because as you're still in the front and the back, and having to change gear, um, it, it gets a bit frantic in there at times. And it's you just got to make sure he knows where everything is, got all the hand controls, so I actually had to do is basically his driving test, what I was on about you, so we can understand when we're parking it up, how to get it back to the start line again. So we got got all that, and that, that went fairly easy. When we got onto Idris, we had a hell of a time. <laughs> he, he took we, we, he had another that extra day's training to get wow. there. But yeah, but in the, I'm so glad we, we, we spent the extra time with it because it made it such a more fairer race. Ken's used to jumping out of different vehicles that handle differently. Yeah. I don't think Idris yeah. is used to that. But Ken got it in, into my truck, and he was doing donuts the first time he was doing it, and he was yeah. like just working about with the throttle position and how it settles, how it sets itself up for the turn because of the weight transfer, because the engine's in the back. If you go too fast with it, it's like a pendulum. It just keeps pushing round. Even though it's four-wheel drive, it's it, that weight is behind you. If you if you let off and not, don't put the throttle on, it will still keep rotating. Yeah, I mean, I've just finished watching Jim Carner files. I know Tony and I were chatting about it earlier. If you've got Amazon Prime, yeah. watch it. It shows you him, them recording the whole stuff. It's that's incredible. So, But what yeah. I also love, Tony, is that you were saying about where he was left in there a little bit too long. Yeah, yeah. So at one point, we're, we're getting ready for some, like, setting up all the... As you, if you've never done any TV filming, you're always waiting on somebody to do something. And they were they was having a problem with a drone. Then I was having a problem with a mini cam, and they've left him sat in the monster truck, and he's fully strapped in now. The monster truck seatbelts are unbelievably tight. They've got pull downs at the top like on a normal seatbelt, but around your lap is actually controlled by a ratchet, so you actually can ratchet yourself into the seat, so you cannot move at all. So he's fully strapped in, and they've left him in there for 20 minutes, and it's he got and he got in the end he he just got out and had a literally had a paddy at everybody because he'd been left in there so long. He goes, I've never been in a vehicle that feels so claustrophobic because of all the tubes and everything in there and also the side of the seat with the hands device on it, with the neck brace in there as well. You cannot move. All you can do is just move your eyes about, and that's it. You can't do anything else. He just felt so claustrophobic. He just had to get out. And, and I just thought that was such an amazing story because we know that Ken will, is just a phenomenal guy. The stuff that he does yeah, is just yeah. in, incredible yeah. but what that does is it puts in perspective what tony does is phenomenal in every single way and it's more appropriate for us to say that tom than than tony himself is that, yeah no, you no, know, no, you, no, a I, guy yeah, freaked definitely. out that much no and i've met i'm not name dropping but i've met ken a few years ago a long time ago and i worked with him that is name um, dropping oh is it okay yeah, personal yeah. friend but no and, and you know he and you know he he's a showman and he's a genuinely down-to-earth guy as well because he, he's just oh, got he's so much fun yeah he's just yeah and, and he and when i met him he was with the subaru it was in the subaru this is 2009 uh, an event and um just oh I, yeah couldn't believe how down-to-earth so i can imagine because he's not actually because there was no science to the guy at all it's just a hobby it's just started as a hobby he's a guy who made a load of money an absolute hobby so he's not like he's got any reason to do it really is there? it's just it's just a bit of fun and, and yeah, even yeah, so less of a hot it's not even a hobby anymore because he's he's down turned it down because he's a family man now isn't he yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah so no, but another another person who i've met with the monster truck is, is guy martin so i actually did the world's fastest tractor episode and they were talking about tire technology 
And so we took one once the truck up to um, Bruntonford, and we actually took it down their runway. Now, I did tell the production crew that my monster truck is really loud. So we got it turned up there, got it out, and then we had a, over the radio, what the hell have you got up, on the, up at the end of the runway <laughs> making all that noise? And went, oh, we've got a monster truck. We've got a noise limit here. <laughs> like, like, like you have. Uh, like, yeah. uh, so we're limited to how much running we could actually do with a monster truck, literally because of the noise level of it. It's, it's pretty extreme. That's what a lot of people don't appreciate how yeah. noisy it is. Yeah, no, no, so, um, I, I don't yeah, so if you ever get to it at a show and you, you think it's loud yeah. when you're at the crowd, I've got that and it's three feet behind my head that it's also. <laughs> it's in your, but it goes through your body, doesn't it? It, go, it literally goes through your bones. That's what I remember with it. It just going through every single part of you, you know, every, like it, you're yeah. just feeling it, you know, feeling like vibrate every single part of you. Right. Again, more comments and questions then. Elliot Harris, thanks for having us all, Tony. What's your favourite event you've ever done? Uh, uh, Monster Truck Nationals is one of my favourite. Monster Jam, of course. Also, I used to do the Top Gear live shows as well, the Monster Truck. I used to drive the Monster Truck for Top Gear live. Uh, didn't used to jump it in the show, but what we used to do with that, we used to fly fridges, motorbikes, uh, off the back of it, I thought, massive air cannon. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's that's quite you don't appreciate how powerful an air cannon can be when you're sat in a five-ton monster truck and you're there and you're waiting for the signal to, to fire this uh, kawasaki's zr thousand or something off the back of it and as you press the lever down you feel the monster truck go forwards with all the brakes locked up and still pushes it forward as it fires the motorbike off the back and we was going over half a length of the football pitch before it hit the ground the first time. On one of them, I actually thought we was doing it in, um, in Poland, and I actually got the motorbike stuck so hard in the side of a car that they couldn't get it out. <laughs> <laughs> That's just incredible, incredible. Um, Brian S.T. Rogers, I'm going to put this up anyway, and then I've got the answer already given oh, by somebody else. Brian... If you land bad with a monster truck, you do the tyres in. <laughs> oh, yeah, in the background. Yeah. Make sure you're focusing on the show, not his TV too much, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Brian says, how about a monster truck event at Castle Coon? Yeah, well, and I'm going to put this straight up. Is yeah. that Chris Ignall? Great idea. Locals will love that. LOL. Well, you know, that... Uh, me and yeah, but Tony and I spoke about this, and I think, you know, in all seriousness, you know, it, it, is, it is loud, don't get me wrong, and, but one monster truck for a certain amount of time doing a show. And I think, you know, the also the thing is, is it's a very family-oriented thing, isn't it? Like you said earlier, it's kids and everything else. And I said, yep. do you know what, actually, with a rock, you know, like you, Chris, you know better than I do, you know, working at the American Speed Fest, that's not just about racing, is it? That's a whole Americana thing. Where Tony yep. comes along, you can say, because he's not, you know, he's the most, and that's, so yeah, it's not off the cards. It's obviously this year's doomed, but, you know, it's, some, yeah, no, it's something that Tony and I did talk about. I think oh, logistics like of it and everything else would really need some work. But do you know what, I think there's, as much as people go on about the locals, genuinely, I think, you know, they, it's something like that is, it's like I said, if you had t 10 of them racing, don't get me wrong, but Tony doing his thing, yeah. it'd be something for kids. Well, everyone, you know, I see young and old, you know, so yeah, who knows? Maximum, that. The maximum time it is sort of making noise for is 15 minutes at a time. Yeah. Now the monster truck, if I drive it hard, I could do the whole fuel tank in three minutes. That's 26 gallons of fuel gone in three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so so if you think about it, well, you know, that's, that's the point, isn't it? You think, you know, a pack of 40 cars, you know, a pack of 40 race cars, Chris, going into 
quarry chat. So, and me know, going supersonic yeah. on the microphone as well. Like, that would be the biggest problem. You commentating <laughs> on something, that would be the biggest issue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited about that. There's a, there you go. There's an exclusive on this show. Who knows? It could be possible. Um, and, it, and it does fit down the pit lane. We've tried it down the pit lane. It, 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 it's... It's, it's so tight on the gates. <laughs> so there we go. You never know. Watch this space. Wow. that's the, I, I went with Chris's comment because I just thought it wouldn't be. I'm excited now. Uh, when I said uh, when I went on a ride truck, she just laughed. Um, Elliot, Elliot's asked another question. That's not greedy, Elliot. You can ask as many as you want, my friend. Another question. Uh, you said earlier you have 2,000 brake horsepower. What's been done to the engine? Uh, so the engine is an American V8, but because it's so big, it, it's an all aftermarket. So there's no, it's, it's not based on anything. So the engine is loosely based on the Chevrolet. It's the only bit is where the, is where the distributor is, is what tells you what engine it was derived from. Um, but yes, yeah, so it's an aftermarket block. It's got aftermarket heads. It's got a special crankshaft in there. Um, the camshaft has been moved higher up in the engine. Um, to allow for the displacement, but because of that, you can't use the normal um, timing chain. So it actually has to have a timing gear mounted in the engine. Also, because of the engine, um, it's a push. It's a, it's a push rod engine. So we, we, we use chrome molly push rods on there. We've got those big pistons, huge valves. It's got huge lift on it. Also, we run a supercharger on the top of it. So then we have the bird catcher. That's there. That's where the methanol. The first lot of methanol is injected into the engine, so there's, there's eight injectors in, in that spraying into the top of the supercharger, which is actually helping pull the supercharger down. And on my monster truck, I actually spray another eight injectors, in, one into each cylinder, to, to make the fuel map uh, the best it can be. Because if you put in the air um, the fuel all in the top of the supercharger, because the way the supercharger works, it tries to like, squeeze it down to the end, um, so you, you end up with a little bit of a fuel imbalance there. So we actually got different injectors in, the, in each uh, in each port to, to try and sort that issue out. But it's mechanical fuel injection, not el electronic. Um, so basically, we, we um, set the fine tuning on the on the on the pill, which how much we have fuel we actually return back to the tank. I, I could tell that, that, that Tom would have said exactly the same if yeah, you'd have I just, asked him. You should have just said it's got a big, loud noise. It's a bloody monster truck. I don't care how it works. It just, it's just <laughs> cool. <laughs> There's plenty that would, so that's why we went with it. Natalie Schmidt, good. Great to see you again, Tony. Missing you, Claire and George, a lot. Hope I can come back over again soon. Big hugs, all of you, from Germany. Oh, that's nice. Oh. Uh, there you go. Oh, big hugs I'd love there. to see you soon, Natalie. Natalie. <laughs> uh, uh, Melanie, understandably, saying uh, would love to be able to drive a monster yeah, truck again. More shouts, and I'm assuming that's for your uh, good lady that Joanna partner saying uh, that, hi that's there. That's actually my, my cousin. They're based up in Chippenham. Hi, Joanna. Oh, okay. <laughs> Even closer. Uh, uh, Mickey Faulkner saying hi, Tony and crew. Yeah, hi, uh, hi, Mikey. He's, he's actually a commentator as well. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, okay. He's, he's actually, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. We may cross paths soon then, Mikey. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, let's have a look. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with this question, and it is from... Oh, I've lost it, actually, because I went down too far, and someone's got rid of it. Uh, someone was asking the question about what's the most damage you've ever done to a truck? Um, 
and I've lost it now completely where it was. Oh, right, so, yeah, yeah. So, oh here we go. Yeah, there so, we go. I've got it. Scott Gray said, what's the most amount of damage you've done to the truck? Was it Monster Jam's Cardiff uh, where you snapped the chassis or the rollover at Monster Truck Nationals? Uh, Monster Truck Nationals was more of a headache because I, I broke it on the sun. Uh, it was a Sunday show and I had to be fixed for Thursday. So that was more of a hassle. And um, the Monster Jam truck, well, I did that huge jump, which you, if you see my Facebook post, it's like I'm 42 feet in the air. So I've actually, there was a, there, there was a landing ramp that was 20, 25 foot tall, and I missed that, and I kept on going. Uh, yeah, so it's 42 foot to a flat landing, and it landed on the back wheels. Um, it, on the back of the truck, it's got a tie bar that ties the axles together, so it broke, broke the hind joints out of that. And then it snapped the chassis. Um, in between the motor plate, so on the monster truck, you haven't got like a normal engine mounting of like with rubber and that. So we've got a, a massive plate behind the gearbox. So between the gearbox and the engine is a plate, and on the other end of the engine, where the, where the, all the, the blower pulleys and all of that, there's another plate there. So it's it's part of the chassis. We usually use the engine as a stress member, but I broke the chassis in between that, which actually twisted the engine, which actually snapped the side of the engine. So that, that was more expensive to repair because it actually was, it was the engine repair. The chassis wasn't too bad to fix. Um, now, damage on the monster truck chassis, they're a tubular frame. If you get any damage with it, you just get the plasma cutter out and start cutting the tubes off until you actually get to something that's straight again. And I've, I've got all the, all the machines in my workshop. So I've got all the tube benders, tube notches, and then we can put the chassis back together again. I know where all the geometry points are got all the like, all the flanges and that i've already got them pre-cut out so then it's, it's literally just tubes and well welding it all back together but when you start tearing engines up uh, like just the, i've done the block on that one so that block was just over twelve thousand pounds to the block with all the machining work that has to go on it so my block is a hundred hours machining once you've got the block <laughs> wow wow i mean it puts it all in perspective that's for sure Loads more shouts, as you'd expect for you, David Wareham. Tony is awesome. Uh, Moena saying you're her friend. Uh, Sven Williams saying, are you doing Truck Fest in Malvern? Uh, it's, at the moment, it's still on the cards. They haven't pos uh, postponed it or changed it yet. But as Tom was know, we, we're not sure what's happening at the moment. Um, like trying to get all my shows at a big crowds. And that's the one thing we're not allowed at the moment. Mm. But I have ended the, that... So I've had suspected coronavirus. It's not nice. I wouldn't wish it on anybody. And whatever we can do to stop spreading it around, keep washing our hands. If you have to put a mask on, put a mask on. We've got to try and keep safe, guys, because the sooner we get yeah. rid of this, the sooner we can get back to normal. Absolutely, 100% agree. Uh, and Scott Gray says, Moscow and St. Petersburg was a good drive. Yeah, yeah, so Scott used to crew for me, so we came out to do that. And Going from the first year we did it, we drove from Moscow up to St. Petersburg, and I've never been on a road like it. It was it was tarmac, but not as we know it. It was tarmac <laughs> as in lumps. It wasn't sort of joined together in one thing, and everything was shaking. Like if you had a can of coke in a cup holder, you didn't dare open it <laughs> because it was everything. And it, I think it took us 17 hours to do, I think it's, I think it's just over 600 kilometers, but it took us 17 hours to drive it the first time. Oh, wow. the, ne the next year we went back, there was a brand new toll rolled in, a 
had been put in, but they hadn't finished it yet. <laughs> now, the Russians, their idea of safety, while you would laugh, so they've got a full thing on, a motorway there, this new toll road. They got the signs up to say where it's going off the turn ramps, but they but they're, they're, they've got nothing after them. And all at the end is one cone. So if you're late at night and you're, oh, this is my turning, I want to turn off here, you're off the end. There was nothing there. There wasn't any other. It was literally, you're on the flyover and there's one cone at the end of it and that's it. <laughs> Terry Grant would be loving that. <laughs> oh, it, 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 was, it was amazing. Another time also, we, I broke down on their version of the M25. I lost my um, clutch slave, slave cylinder. And at this time, we was driving around. It was bumper to bumper. Um, it's four lanes wide, but the Russians managed to get it as six lanes wide. <laughs> if you see any of the, the Russian videos on YouTube, it doesn't do it justice. If you're driving in Moscow, it's absolutely insane. So I'm, I'm in first gear in my big Volvo, and we're just puttering on, puttering on, and the traffic is stopped. I go and put my foot on the clutch, and it's done nothing. And we're in first gear, first gear in this thing, and it's geared up. And I've literally. I put my foot on the brakes as hard as I can, and I'm trying to pull it out of gear because even with my foot on the brakes, we're still going forwards. So we then managed to bang it out of gear, and then we sat on the side of the road for probably four hours before we managed to get it recovered back back to the stadium. But luckily enough, the, the Volvo truck that I had was fairly common in Russia, so it's really easy to get bits for. <laughs> Fair dues. Well, talking about an interesting story there, Joanna Partner said, Tony, tell them about the field and the police turning up regarding the noise. Yes, uh, it was uh, my daughter's fourth, no, sixth birthday. And for, for, for that, we actually got my workshop. There's a, there's a big field right around the back of it. And it, they, we used to have no problem with noise because where we are, we're fairly, well, were fairly out in the sticks. Um, but the monster truck is really loud. So... <laughs> They're, they're, they had complaints from, I think it was uh, Laycock, the next village across from where we are, <laughs> that there was boy racers racing around Laycock, and the police are going around, and they could hear them all racing around, and then it stops. But what they didn't realise is, I'm having to refuel it, and they pulled out. <laughs> so so it, it was driving for like five, ten minutes, and then there was no noise. And then about half an hour later, it's, it's there again, and they're looking, and they're looking, and they eventually pulled in, and the workshop, and like, have you seen any boy races around here? They're terrorising the neighbourhood. And my brother's gone, I think you better come and have a look. And he come around the corner, he goes, oh, that's what makes all the noise. And he was like, but you, he goes, I can't tell you off because you're not actually breaking any laws because I was doing it all on our, all on our land. Yeah. Um, I'm only doing it for a few, for like 10 minutes maximum. And it was like, oh, well, you're not making a constant noise. It wasn't all the time, so we weren't actually breaking any rules at the time. And it's, it, we, that was like, we only done it. I, I used to do like a little bit of testing uh, when I, was, especially if I've changed something really big on the suspension and stuff. I used to have to go and test it in the field and that. But I used to do it very quickly and then put it away, and that's it. But but now we got where we are with Melbourne. There's loads of houses absolutely everywhere, so I can't do any testing here anymore. So it's literally just get it out of the trailer put it into the workshop, clean it, do all the bits I need to do on it, and then put it back into the trailer. Now, well, the way I've set up my trailer now is actually do a lot of the servicing on the monster truck, because it has to have a service every time it comes back from the show or something comes to it. It's always got to have a full engine service on it, uh, sometimes stuff with the gearbox. So I can actually do all of that in the trailer. I can even change the gearbox in the trailer. I don't have to unload it, so I don't have to make noise for that. It only has to come out if I have to 
especially if I have to clean it, which I try and do before I put it away at most shows. Um, but if or I if Matt Coyle's got to clean it. Yeah. Or if I've got anything on the axles to do, because of the way it goes in the trailer, especially on the monster truck, so you've got, got the diff, but we've actually got another gearbox on each end of the axles as well. So we've actually got planetary gears on the end. Now, to do any work of that, they're up against the side of the trailer. You can't even get the spanners on it to tighten them up. So, yeah, so anything on the axles, it has to come out of the trailer. Well, they know now, and they know you're a hoodlum, so that's no problem whatsoever. <laughs> but yeah, but the police turned it up. It was a great. I've got, I've got it on the photo. He's just got his hands on the hips, and looking at it like, well, I can't do anything with that. No, yeah, exactly. You win. Um, Alfie Gendel Racing, young lad that's going to be uh, a future star in the racing world. I think he's currently in the uh, the little pocket rocket NASCAR things. Um, what does Swamp Thing weigh? Right. So Swamp Thing, um, fully built. All the fuel in it, for me in it, is five and a half tons. But most of the weight is fairly low down. Even though it's a massive truck, all the weight is in the wheels, the axles, and everything in the monster truck that can be low is low. So the crankshaft is, is fairly low in it. It looks quite half the ground, but all the weight in the monster truck is fairly low. But mm. unlike any other motorsport, most of our weight is unscrung. So all the weight's in the wheels, the tyres, the axles. So there's there's over two tons of tyres on, on Swan thing. So that's wow. all, all weight we cannot control. We've got the shock absorbers on it, the massive nitrogen hydraulic shock absorbers. So I've got 26 inches of travel all the way around. So I've got um, uh, four shock absorbers on the front end of the truck and four shock absorbers on the back of the truck. Now, it's got a stage two and a stage three. The difference between the stage two and stage three is a stage three, I can actually adjust the suspension travel from the outside of the shock absorbers at any point. I've got over, loads of crossover valves. So I can actually set it up if we're doing racing. I can soften it up if I'm doing freestyle. I can make it a lot stiffer. So when you do a bigger jump, it lands and doesn't blow through the suspension travel. So, yeah, so that, that, but there's physically no mechanical suspension that holds it up. There's no springs. It's all nitrogen over a hydraulic on the suspension. Fair dues, fair dues. Right, I'm conscious of the time, so we need to whip through these now. Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 it's, a, it's my fault. Uh, Neil Greenland, someone else you probably know, actually, from Pro Alloys, your neck of the woods. Well done, Tony, uh, he said. Uh, Dave Rogers. Yeah, thank you, Neil. <laughs> yeah. Um, still races at our neck of the woods as well, which is great to see. Dave Rogers, one of the Orange Army. Have you ever backflipped Swamp Thing? Uh, no, no. Um, I would love to do it, but... The risking of flip back in a monster truck is huge. Now, if you watch them on YouTube, you quite often see them damage the axles when you do that. An axle on Swampton is twenty-five thousand pounds. So I need some incentive need... from a promoter to do it. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, you need that unlimited budget we were talking about earlier. That's the yeah. reality. But um... I'd love to. I'd love to do one. Agreed. Matt Coyle has said, can you let us know what other cars and shows you get involved in? The answer is go to the website that's at the bottom there because you can then click on events and it'll show everything there. And then presumably you've got to wait before you can update that when we know what on earth is happening, Tony. I haven't I've got a clue. Yeah, but yes, I do. I also do, as you probably went, you had Ames Hill on, so I do a lot of stuff. And of course, Terry Grant and um, Ames and the Drift Girl you had on a couple of weeks ago. So I do a lot of um, stunt coordination with Terry Grant and stuff like that. So I actually was involved with getting Billy Munger back into doing the auto sports show in the Jaguars yeah. with Mission Motorsport. Mission Motorsport, great group of guys. Um, 
they got me so tongue-tied because the problem with, with Mission Motorsport is they kept on swapping the drivers in the cars, but they was always in pairs, but it was either Lionel or Sophie, but it was sometimes it was Sophie driving, sometimes it was Lionel. Yeah. And I could always get, so in the end, it, it was Sophie. I mean, the guys at Mission Motorsport are absolutely fantastic. They, they're getting um, our veterans rehabilitated in within motorsport and actually yeah. getting into jobs in motorsport as well. And the Monster Truck Nationals, that's the one that's at Santa Pod, isn't it? Now, is that Russ? Russ used to run, Russ Harmon, is, it, is he still involved with Yes, yeah, so Russ is still involved. If Russ has done the commentary, it's actually Neil English are actually running in Santa Pod. But yeah, it, it's a totally different show to the, all the other shows I do in the UK. Most of the other shows in the UK I do is a, a, a car show or truck show or a, 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 a fake type of show with a monster truck at it. The monster truck yeah. is a monster truck show, which is yeah. totally different. So it's all based on monster trucks. And it, it makes a huge, huge difference. When you get six monster trucks, or, and they all want to try I mean, one of these trophies out there. So yeah, and it's, 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 it's a big deal. So they, like last year, they even had uh, my friend um, Putter um, in his Lambo monster truck come over from Sweden to <laughs> compete in. And uh, he's seen it on YouTube. And he goes, oh, yeah, this is going to be fun. It's going to be it's really, it's, it's really easy. And he goes, wow, wow. It's not hard, is it? it, it, it it's so hard. He, he was expecting to see it. They're racing in Sweden. It's basically like a rhythm section, up and down, up and down in straight lines, quite wide. Now, ours is very narrow and very fast. Mm. And, and he yeah. just didn't appreciate how tight it was and how Wait, you can see when you're in there. Where do you do that at Pod? I mean, I, I, where, where's, where is that on the, obviously off the drag strip, I take it? Yeah, yeah. So on the side of the drag strip, you've got the massive, massive bank. So mm. when you're on the bank, you can look at the drag strip. On the other side of it is the live action arena. But for the yeah. Monster Truck Nationals, they actually make it a lot, lot bigger. They uh, take out the roadway. Yeah. They take okay. out the fun fair. They push oh, the wow. fun fair right the way up. So they make okay. it a lot bigger. They put grandstands all the way along yeah. the, on the, like the roadside, they put the grandstand. Right, but all the all the banking is absolutely filled up. Um, yeah. Last year, they even had a rock concert the night before, so you could camp, uh, yeah. have a have a party with all your friends, and then join the monster trucks the next day. They've got all the the big monster truck ride trucks. You can have a ride on them. They've even got the mini monster trucks now. I actually made all the bodies for the mini monster trucks, so you can your six year old or even smaller can actually drive a replica swap thing or wow. a replica Godzilla. So yeah, so I actually made all the bodyworks for, for Gary and the Mini Monster Truck team to do that. But it, it's a great, great family day. Yeah, it's great. Um, my oh, my dad was watching. Hi, son. Is this going to be a new feature at the next Coom session? I'm trying for your dad. I'm trying my best. So my dad's <laughs> my dad's just, trying to convince you both as well. We can't afford Chris to commentate on it. It just it'd be enough. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's have a quick look because we do need to wrap this one up. Uh, have you ever managed uh, damaged any of Terry's cars? Oh, from Sarah uh, Cartwright. I have damaged Terry's cars, but I've fixed more than I've damaged. Put it that way. Fair <laughs> dues. I think that's how it should should work. Uh, unsurprisingly, another one of the Orange Army, Gerald Howe, uh, has said it'd be great to see perform at Coombe. So we definitely love that. Um, Matt Caller said, "What's the most satisfying thing you've crushed?" French cars. Uh, 
Uh, no, caravans. <laughs> getting stuck behind a caravan on the oh, back yeah. of the weekend. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but um, one that was quite funny, so we, the Monster National, Monster Truck National, what we were talking about, we all, they all said, oh, well, you'll get, ca- get in a caravan each, and you can do whatever you want with it. So all the other Monster Trucks were, like, sticking it on the end of a pile, sticking it on top of the car. Well, in the middle of the arena, they had a huge coach. And I went, you've got to stick it on the top of the coach. And I actually jumped my monster truck over the coach and threw the caravan at the top of it and then carried on the other side wow. and landed it. Did a massive wheelie so hard that I actually broke the wheelie bar into the back of the tailgate. I mean, that, that's, that's absolutely bonkers, isn't it? I mean, that really, I mean, that sums it up, doesn't it? That sums up monster truck. And that sums up, I say, I pushed that pot a lot on here. I've got a lot of time for the guys there. Because they've got their own monster trucks, haven't they? Swamp things. So do you work closely with them on that? Yeah, yeah, so Podzilla, so I've actually got, believe it or not, I've got two monster trucks. They're both called mm. Swamp Thing, and the, the other monster truck has got the same axles as what they've got on Podzilla, right. so it's a ZF axle. And they, they broke a couple of parts on, on theirs, and they're not easy to get parts for. And I said, well, my other monster truck's here, I'm not doing anything at the moment. I just literally pulled the part out of it, sent it up to them, because they, they, they had a show to do midweek. So, yeah, so I'm, I've got, and also, I do a lot, lot of, if I, have to do any especially filming for like tv shows i have to do some car sos filming with buzz townsend and, oh, yeah. and, and tim and that and we I, I always try and push it towards that pod because i know they don't have a problem with the noise yeah, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's one of those things <laughs> yeah i mean I, I, is it a sort of when people are saying about the shows and things that you do i mean is it literally just you know you just give your all tone don't you on anything that you do I, I guess it is you know you said okay there's the the big thing with 72,000 people, but you just give your all, don't you, every time? I, I suppose it's a crowd of one or a crowd of 72,000. It, it, it does not make no difference to me. If somebody's paid their admission to get the ticket, I try, always yeah. try and do the best show I can. Yeah. Um, sometimes I have to tail it back a little bit, especially if I'm on grass and it's, it's rained and it's first thing in the morning and the grass, grass is really slipping. Um, monster trucks really, they, they accelerate really fast, so I don't need a lot of run-up. But when you've got five tons and you try to stop it on grass, I have to drive within the abilities of, of, of stopping with a good safety margin. But I do all my shows at like uh, an open place. I always have my big trailer at one end of it, and I'm actually jumping the water trailer. For any reason that something went wrong, I've actually got my trailer as a safety, yeah. safety barrier to hit like it fair play well uh we need to wrap this up i got another live show at nine o'clock so i can get this towards an end now uh Matt well, Cole, 20... all the money all the money rolling in. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> 2021 dark hound i think he's talking about creating a monster truck himself there will the claudia yeah. one of our absolute superstar racers uh in the tin tops at coom uh hi tony i, I used to work with him many years ago with pete doddymead yeah 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 so, so there's yeah, the so link yeah. there yeah <laughs> that's what i like to see um let's just quickly oh, oh i love this one chris mason one of our uh, absolute heroes at coombe in the uh, um paramedic ken block for rally day maybe oh there's start a the challenge rally. tom oh, don't start the rally fans there's a bit he's a bit marmite <laughs> he's a bit marmite um i like I think he's a nice guy but yeah he's his rally career is a little bit hit and miss um your diehard rally fans uh, i'll leave that over i'll leave that to them but yeah, another thing I must I must mention, I, I've done so many laps of Castle Coom, but I've never driven it. I've always been in the passenger seat because I, 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 I take my daughter to the under-17 car club, which has to use your circuit for driver training. Now, if any guys or girls listening want to cheat their child to drive, please check out the under-17 car club. It's the best way 
of giving your child road experience before they have to get on the main roads for a start. They teach you all the theory tests, how the clutch control, and they, then when you progress through the ranks, you can actually get to drive some really, really special cars. And one of the places they do that is Castle Well, Thank you, mate. Appreciate it. Um, which case, if you've said that, I'm going to very quickly again put uh, that back up. You know, scratch our back, we'll scratch yours, all of that sort of thing. <laughs> um, but, uh, it, you know, in... Uh, in reality, people have been loving this, and uh, and you know we're getting the comments up. Well done, Tony. It's been absolutely awesome to hear from you. Thank you, Dorsey and Tom. Another good show as always. Plenty of you saying that. Thank you. Plenty of people trying to get Terry Grant to come to Castle Coombe as well with you, uh, Tony. Oh. Uh, that would be a show and half, wouldn't it? Goodness. <laughs> oh, we, we and Terry have so we have so much fun. <laughs> absolutely. And, uh, I can confirm that is that I've been there, done it. You guys are amazing, yeah. but we're going to have to call it a, a, a day there. Tony, honestly, mate, it's been an Thank you. even. I knew it was going to be a pleasure, but I would say it's been even better than than, than I was expecting. Thank you no, so I, much. I, I, I love it because it's just given more people an audience to a monster truck they might not see. So thank you guys. Thank you very much. No, thanks, Tony. You're a star. Oh, it deserves it. It deserves it. Honestly, have a look at the website. You've you got it scrolling at the bottom. I bought it up enough times. Swamp thing. Uh, yep, 4x4.co.uk yep it's all there and on YouTube as well all the links and, are from my, on my other side and the, the YouTube's great because it's a lot of backstage stuff that's going on and in the workshop all sorts of things we you know who knows what we could get there but Tony I'm going to put you into the green room while Tom and I wrap up thank you so much for coming on my bye friend. guys stay Cheers, safe Tony. thanks everyone right so let's put him back there and then very quickly Tom you know fair's fair awesome call Tom, again what a guy what a guy uh, lovely chap amazing story just everything about it and i think you know to be that local to us as well and uh, yeah and genuinely i would love to do something with tony i don't think it's completely off the cards i think it would be difficult but yeah it's um no it's great absolutely fantastic right uh so before we run thank you to everybody that has been watching we had great Yo, viewers so many comments apologies i couldn't get to everybody's comments and and questions but Frankly, there was just so much for him to say, and, and he's just he's, he's just great. Um, we're back uh, next Sunday. Yeah, yeah. With so, so hope fingers. If anyone's listening, I know Martin. You know him, so please, if Martin, you're still watching, give him a kick up the backside. Steve Bostock of NG Road Racing. So for all the motorbike fans out there, and anyone who just has ever watched motorbike racing at Coombe or watched any of the great stuff that NG North Gloucester do, um, so Steve Bostock looks after that whole. Uh, championship runs it all and really great guy some fantastic stories and he also was helped with the bsb most gp he's marshaled motor everything he's a really great guy local chap as well and he lives up in, uh, in gloucester still so he's hopefully gonna be on sunday but he's a blimmin' nightmare he's like nailing jelly to the wall so um <laughs> fingers crossed he, he replies to my uh, emails and get him and committed text, but yeah. he, he's definitely said he wants to do it so yeah next sunday will be well and we've got loads more. We've got more information to bring you about the 4th of July that's looking incredibly promising. Yeah. Um, and uh, i got to work on something with the guys to bring some information together. Um, we've still got something that potentially can happen with uh, some commentators of old and possibly look yeah. at commentators yeah. of new. We've got people from Race Control to be bringing in. We've got yeah, all... And that's before we've got countless more drivers and all no. sorts to do. Uh, people keep saying about Dave Rogers. We don't have the dubbing machine yet, so we can't have Dave Rogers on. Sorry, uh, you, Becky you love could be that. A good one. Becky's always coming. Becky's always so Becky could be a good one. Maybe that's a substitute. We could trust her. 
Wow, can we trust you, Becky? I'm not sure, you know. But uh, no, listen, joking aside, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you, Tom. Uh, Appreciate it all. We'll see you again. Uh, It certainly looks like next Sunday will be the next show. Not one during the midweek this time, um, unless there's suddenly a surprise one, but uh, not not that I'm aware of. So we'll see you next Sunday. Good. Good. Cheers, Chris. Thanks, everybody. Stay Stay safe, safe, all. Cheers, guys. Bye-bye.